<sighs> Little late to the party, but episode two. So two technically, the, the technically Ward one. The Ward brothers. Is this technically one this though? This is episode two. I know, but we, we we haven't put the other one out, have we? No. But they won't know that. No. So this be episode one <laughs> to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, because you're gonna you're gonna edit, edit this one. Yeah. Today and then I'm gonna try and find out how to upload it to iTunes and everything. Yeah, the iTunes, the clips, we're going to have to uh, put the clips on the first one. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, just bang out some clips and see what happens. Who it's knows? Fun. Welcome to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, this always happens, right? It's just this, like, little, there we go. Is it Is flimsy? That, do, I, do I even need it like that? I don't even need it like that. No, I can hear. I can hear anyway. It's recording anyway. Mm. Let me grab the whiskey, tradition. You having a sip? The good stuff. Oh, it is nice. Uh, I am tempted. You're 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 off the whiskey now. What what's the reason for for going off the whiskey? Um, making you make bad decisions. Yeah, it's just I'm, I like being in control of my mental state. I think. Like sometimes, like like bad decisions when you're drinking, you know, every other night or whatever, having a couple. Just like one leads to two, two leads to three. That's yeah, and then it's like, oh, I'm drinking fucking. Like it goes from like oh I have a drink at the weekend to like I'm drinking and then we've got some left over on the Sunday and it's like oh I might as well you know it's lockdown 2.0 it's like <laughs> and it's like what else am I going to do like yeah, I'm, you know work's not on true. Um, so it's like it's just like no let's just cut it out but it's nice whiskey though mm. I was drinking the normal JD what the I'll have one I'll have one fuck it well wait don't, don't say that I instigated it. Oh, well, I'm sure it's just traditional, I suppose. You've got to start it with a whiskey. Yeah. Cheers. I think that just helps me relax. Yeah. Mm. Proper cowboy drinking from the bottle as well. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but it's oh. like, even though it's a real hit, you've got to drink it from the bottle. Um, you know the fumes that come up from your, from your lungs? Yeah. Oh. Um, I tried. I haven't been drinking. Yeah, I had, I had two whiskeys today. I had one called. Oh. Something like Dragon Dragon's Double or something like that. Yeah. And that's a little bit stronger than this. And Jesus Christ, that that one really repeats on you a little bit. Who makes that, Jack Daniels? No, it's, I forgot the company's called. Will who made the computer give it to me? Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Another free giveaway. He just left left his all house here, don't he? Basically, yeah. Yeah. No, it says nice. I do prefer Jim Bean though. I think I was forty three percent that one. I've just yeah. had about a bloody double there. Have you had that Devil's Cut? The Jim Bean Devil's Cut is called. I think I've heard you. I've heard you speak. About so it. good. Is it? Yeah. So it's like I think it's like forty, forty-four percent maybe, but it's like the the edge of the barrel. Uh, so when right. the when they're brewing the whiskey, must obviously take the central stuff off for this, mm. and then that must be like the edge of the barrel. I don't know if that why is it stronger. It's got some wood in it or something. <laughs> it's definitely stronger. That's why it's from the, from the Devil's Cut. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. So what have you been up to? Um. On the hospital today. Yeah. That was that was interesting. It's always it's always frightening for me. I, I get very scared of, of hospitals, even though I shouldn't. I'm a grown man. <laughs> Need to stop acting like a baby. No, that's not true. Some people just have a association. It'd be funny to actually uh, figure that out. What what it actually is. If you think it's that biology thing, it's like it's you need to revisit. From that, yeah. You need. Have you ever like re revisited that moment, like in your head, or can't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely revisited. 
in that moment, but it just, it's, it's not even like I'm thinking about that moment, but it's its like a specific set of circumstances. So if, if I feel confined, if it's like a new situation and someone's talking about blood, mm. veins, because I can watch things like Blade or Vampire movies. I love yeah, them. I, I think you know it's not real. And be fine. Yeah, yeah. And then if, if my testosterone's low, or I've got low blood sugar, that doesn't help it. That kind of accelerates it more. It's yeah. More panicky. Um, but I just know when it's going to happen. Like, like today, for example, I went in there and he started doing these drawings and he's like, right, you know, this is the secret trap of, because I've got a hole in my heart for yeah. viewers that don't know. Yeah. And it's a normal thing. 25% of, of the population have got it. That's scary though to it's say scary, you've got yeah, a hole in your yeah, heart. Yeah. I mean, it fucking scared me shitless when he pulled out what he would be putting inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big dildo. All right. I'll tell you what it looked like. You know, you know, I don't know if you have, I think you must have it at some point. Did you ever put the gears on your bike? You know the actual, it's like a metal, Shimano. Yeah. You know the, the metal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you, you put. The links? No, oh, not like the chain. The cable, you know, the oh, I know, you, I know you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So it's basically like one of them. Wow. So it's like, we're going to put the Shimano cable through <laughs> Yeah, put some handbrakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to go into your heart and then like these, these umbrella, these two umbrellas are going to pop out and it's going to go either side of the closure. Yeah. And as soon as he started talking about that, I was like, uh, <laughs> it's all over. Listen, Doctor Doctor Large, his name. Really? Adrian Large. Doctor's always had weird surgeries. I've had Doctor Peak. Mm. Doctor Large. Mm. I had uh, Doctor Butt once. He was a <laughs> fucking arsehole as well. Large and Peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really strict. Uh, Joey Diaz's doctor was Doctor Line. <laughs> when he when he was about his nose because the coke he sniffed. <laughs> Doctor Line. Was that a true story? It's a true story. Well, you know, he, whatever. He's, he's comedian. He's ref. I think the old ref. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But the, uh, I said to him, I said, listen, I'm gonna have to like. We've got the, the hospital bed over there. Yeah. The chair. I was sitting in the chair. Yeah. Having big winter coat on, so it was hot as fuck. Jesus. And then I was just like, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to lie down over there. He didn't seem surprised though. No. He said, actually, he says it is a shock sometimes because people your age don't have strokes. Hmm. So, definitely. Definitely. Yes, yeah, scary, scary actually, thing. When I sat down there, and, you know, when your head's, I don't know what it is, I think it's when your head is kind of, it's almost like when your head's cradled. Supported. Yeah, maybe it's like a child thing. But yeah, well, I mean, with, with babies, you always support the head. You don't want to like, hold a baby and the head just falls <laughs> off. You know, yeah. That's because they, they do, they're so loose, like, you just snap. Yeah. So. And then, uh, as soon as he put me in that chair, I was fine, we could talk about it. Mm. I asked him all the questions. And, yeah, so I, I, I always feel like, Going, doing something at the hospital for me is always an achievement. I remember ages ago when you said to me, mm. look at the needle. Yeah, stop, yeah, stop yeah. Shine away from it like fish yeah. fear. It works. And it, it did work. I think it didn't, it stopped working when I had to have a cannula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been uh, fine with stuff like that. You are, you, you're so good with that kind of stuff. But I, I'm, a, I'm a wimp, I'm just kind of like, can't deal with it. Yeah, I, I was a wimp though as well. Like, I always remember one experience that put me off needles properly. Like I'd, I would try and run away. Remember that time we went to uh, Gambia? And we had to have the six injections in one go. Oh my God, yeah. And mate, I literally tried to get, walk out. Well. Dude, how horrible she was to me. <laughs> I might be making this up. I swear they did two in one on me. Yeah. I was like, she might on because she was she was a fucker. She was. She was on about to me. She's like, I'm a professional darts player. I was like, I thought you were a nurse. Like, <laughs> you just just hire a professional darts player. Just like, oh, here's your shot. But yeah. no, she's been horrible, and I was yeah, I was really right upset well. too. Like, oh, she was a bitch. I remember saying to you, I was like, listen, I don't, I don't really like this stuff because that was after the biology incident. Yeah. I don't really like this stuff. 
And I'm swear, I swear she got two needles, bang. <laughs> I'm sure that was the last day on the job. She just thought, fuck it. Like, she hated us. She did hate us, I don't know why. I was passed out in the waiting room afterwards. But then after that, I had like a real, um, I couldn't see a needle. I couldn't do anything about a needle. Like I hated them. I remember I had a, a blood test once. And I was I remember saying to the nurse, I was like, Oh, my teeth, uh, my gums bleed all the time. I was like, you can take it from your teeth. If you want. I can make them bleed. Cause we, we had bad, bad, we had bad teeth, didn't we? Like, um, bad gums, hereditary gum disease. Thank you, Doctor Barlow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I remember saying to her, I was like, oh, I can cut my gums open for you. So this one, she's like, no, it doesn't work because the saliva mixes in. Yeah. I was like, all right, fair enough. Um, and I had that, and then she literally put me in the worst room ever for, for after a needle. So I did thinking I was feeling absolutely fucked. Put me in the kid, this kid. I was a kid. Put me in the kids' room, and then there was all these stars on the on the roof, and they, they're like, "Oh, we can put lights on for you." It's like, ding, ding, ding. It was like some really horror shit. Oh. Like before the kid gets killed, like some fucked. I was lying there, like, "Oh my god." So what after, was this uh, remember the old one, the one that was the like, old, the old I think it was a part cell. Yeah, the one. I don't know where we are. Hard cell. You yeah. know where hard cell. So the, the old, yeah, it wasn't nice that place. It wasn't nice at all. It was freaky. Where I took you for. When you're always broke my wrist, yeah, the same place. And, um, yeah, yeah they've, really nice now, to be honest. Really nice. Yeah, they've, they've moved it, though, haven't they? They've moved the whole got, place. Got a brand new development here, it's lovely. Um, oh! So, <laughs> so um, just bear with me two seconds. Yeah. She's ringing me off the hook. The woman. Take a phone call if you want. It's fine. Tell she's disrupting the podcast. Can you ring me ASAP, please? Hello. Take it. It'd be good. Good to see if the mic can pick up the sound. It doesn't sound good. Hello. This is live. Hi, are you alright? Mm-hmm. No, why? I'm just, we're just in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. Okay, well, I can get you some on the way back. Well, when do you need it for? Yeah, you'll be fine. I'll just get it tonight and we'll do it tomorrow. What are you stressing for? Yeah, well, talk to Lance. Lance will cheer you up. <laughs> Everybody, this is um, Leo's Laura on the podcast. Hi, Laura. <laughs> what, what, what is so urgent that needs to disturb our most... Once a week. Once a week podcast. <laughs> 10 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> Absolute urgency. Mm. <laughs> no, to be fair, I did tell Leo, I said Leo would take the call, I said I'm sure it'd be, uh, it'd be funny, because actually we were testing out the mics anyway, so we just wanted to see like what if it would actually pick up your voice on the on the phone. Is there anything you'd like to say to the viewers? What we will do is we'll give Barefoot Brownies a shout out. Best brownies in all of Staffordshire. That's Come true. In a variety of flavours. And they deliver. Have you got Have you got any specials at the moment, Laura, that you'd like to talk about? <laughs> Christmas ones soon, Halloween ones are sold out. Would yeah, it's know? not Halloween anymore, so obviously Halloween's sold out. Halloween's old news. I've even got the t-shirts on, actually. Think about you, Liam might even be wearing a t-shirt. Yes, show the viewers that yeah, he is actually wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> there you go. Bear Hope Brownies, 
um, not a sponsored ad, but very close. Clark Kent. If Laura wants to start paying me ad revenue, then that's cool. <laughs> I'll send you a bank account details later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so anything else you want to say to anyone watching the podcast? Is there any, any you got any other specials that you're, you're thinking about? Anything, uh, you know, maybe like some Stalin crats brownies or anything? What, Stalin? Stalin and bread. No, she's doing them. What the lederhosen or whatever they're called? What are they called? Lebergurchen, gherkin. Lebkuchen. Leb Oh, is that the? Is that arts that nobody buys because it tastes like shit? Yeah. Cinnamon. I know what you mean. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not bad on a brownie. To be yeah, fair. nice. That would be fantastic. Mm. I I have a request actually while while you're here. What I do is I get brownie <laughs> snaps. Oh, brandy snaps. Yeah, I leave I leave I leave them out. Yeah. I like them really soggy see. so I've, what I've done this past few weeks is I've got brandy snaps I've, I've left them out for about a week and they go really soft and then I think that in a brownie would be amazing brownie snap brownie I put whipped cream in it at the moment but mm. really nice it? that's a great idea I'd buy one if you, if you made it still there <laughs> hello did you feel the phone down you And Laura has, has gone. <laughs> she got bored. She said, she got bored of she said fuck it. She said, I've had enough. I don't need your idea. I need buttermilk. <laughs> Just put, I don't know what happened there. Nah, honest, there's no signal. signal. Terrible. terrible signal. Yeah. Where it's not really that urgent. I thought somebody had died. I, fucking, yeah. I need buttermilk for a cake tomorrow. It's like when, when mum says it's urgent and you're like, yeah, what's, what's the urgency? Oh, I need you to come over. Why? Mm. I don't know. Because if, if it's urgent... I'm not a doctor. I'm not police. I've said this to you loads of times. So what, what do you really yeah, need? And I, and I said this to Maisie. Maisie says, don't put your phone on. Do you not disturb? I said, why? She's like, in case I need you in the middle of the night. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I am not an emergency service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not I, a ninja. I'm not going to come save you. Exactly. I'm not the guy to ring if, you, if you're having a heart attack no, or a no. stroke or whatever. No, no. I wouldn't ring you if I was having a stroke. I'd ring... 999. Yeah. That's what they know what to do. If I've ever been in any hospital dramas, I'm, I'm, why won't I go and talk to you? I talked to him after I come out. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. Worry, like, oh, he's in hospital. I know. Like, I don't want you to come and fucking bring me a biscuit. I'm alright. <laughs> or a fucking OK magazine. I'm, I'm good. If I've ever been in a hospital, I've always just been like, leave me alone. Yeah. Always. I don't even want visitors. If people visit me, it's like uninvited. Like, you're just showing up. I'm just lying there, like, trying to ch- chat up the nurses. It's like, oh, God, you killing me like my dad walks in limping in <laughs> fuck are you alright like, yeah I'm fine but I didn't ring you <laughs> mom no ring I everyone. came to see the hospital passed out I just, couldn't, I just couldn't handle it in fact I've, seen, I've come to see you a few times there's one time where you, you had constipation yeah I thought I had a uh, burst appendix <laughs> yeah, but it was actually just all the crisps yeah 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 I think I was then what eight or something well you, you would have seen this but me and mom came to the hospital and the, and the corridors were very narrow and, and on the way to seeing you I kind of went into like some like slow motion walking into water like down the corridor oh your brother's he's not far away I was like you have to lie down right? <laughs> <laughs> I nearly made it yeah and I, I just remember lying down <laughs> but like really awkwardly like blocking everyone so that when people were walking past they had to walk over me yeah yeah at first I mean I did I did eventually roll to one side <laughs> <laughs> what like with that to, position as well to, yeah I just had to get low like you're on fire what like was, drop and roll yeah what was Friday was like no one really give a shit it's like you're in hospital 
<laughs> yeah, you're, you're, somebody just walks over. You're in the right place, mate. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you ever made it because I think me, me and my dad, uh, my dad showed up and started playing ping pong with me um, because there's a little ping. <laughs> there, was a, there was a kids ping pong room. There. Was this time? Yeah, there was a right. constipation time. I was dead young, but I was. Uh, he'd rang me. It was like the first time he'd rang me for fucking months. Anyway, I was like dead excited, and I had that cannula. And uh, I ripped the whole thing up because the, the machine was connected. It's long, that is. It is long, and oh, I, I, I got up dead quick, not thinking, because he was on the phone. She's like, "Oh, your dad's on the phone." Yeah, this, yeah, and um, pulled the whole thing out, and the blood was squirting all over the oh, fucking the whole A and E, the the patients, because it was like six beds. Yeah, but I didn't Hostel care. Free. I just I pulled it out, and I was like, "Oh fuck it, keep going." They were like, "No, you've pulled it out," and they were like walking behind me, like, uh, but I was like, just went straight to the thing. I was like, "I died like this," yeah. and. Um, They'd be like patching up my arm while I was on the phone to be dad. I was like a kid. <laughs> I didn't give a shit. I was like, oh, my dad's on the phone. I didn't give a shit. Um, I did eventually make it into the into into where you were. Yeah. And you were just there with that thing in your arm, and I was just like. Well, the, the stupid thing was the whole time it'd been pulled out. So after after that time it'd been pulled out, they'd just left there and it'd all gone crispy and horrible. But they didn't put it back in. Yeah. Because they thought it was still in. So. <laughs> what, what can you do, like? Yeah. And then the, the, the second time I saw you. Yeah. And you had these blood bags. Oh god, yeah. Oh my. I had to god. carry them around with me. Oh my god. Yeah, even, they... even you said that it made you feel because I think. You yeah. Because I, I used to have to go like if I was going to the toilet, I used to have to take them with me. It's like two sacks like this, and then I, I remember looking at myself in the, in the fucking mirror. I was like, God, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I don't know why, but every time you feel fucked, there's always an urgency to take a picture first. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because I, I had a hole in me, a hole in my chest as well. I remember looking at it. It was just because I had like fifty stitches in my chest for some of us, and uh, it burst. And then I remember I could just see under the skin and the muscle, and I was just like looking in the mirror. I was like, God, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but I was completely naked too, and uh, I was like, you know what? I've got about five feet in me before I collapse. I was like, where am I gonna go? So I just I remember walking to my bed like like say that brick flare walk and just lying completely on my bed. Like, well, I took a picture first. <laughs> I'd take the picture first. Say, make sure you get the picture. You gotta get the picture. You gotta yeah. get the picture first. And then um, yeah, so I was just lying there with my dick out. This was the middle of the day, so mom, you, everyone was in the house. I was just lying there like pale as a ghost with my dick out and a hole in my fucking chest. Like I could literally reach in there and put if I wanted to put things in like. If I wanted a money box or something, I could literally put fucking the whole thing well, in. It made, it made it was horrible. Dude, our, our granddad's sick. Yeah, and, he and he's was, a tough fucker. And he's a tough. He had a, he had loads of random surgeries. Yeah, yeah. He had one of those um, like Shimano cables up in his. I think he had. Is it a gyna? What's a gyna? A gyna. He, he had a hernia. No. Angina. Uh, angina. Was it angina? That's a heart issue, I think. Yeah, they had they had to do something where they had to go in. He says, "Oh, it was uncomfortable." <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I thought today when the doctor said, I thought I'd rather be asleep. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't want that shit. I want, I want to feel that asleepness because I remember when. That was when, great. When you to sleep. Fucking absolute knockout. <laughs> you had that awakening. Yeah. And you just you started coming out with all kinds of Muhammad Ali quotes. Ali yeah, yeah. So I was lying there and I didn't know this was happening until the one that basically I've been put out. I had my surgery on my knee and. um Basically, I'd, I'd come round, and the, what this nurse was in my face, she was like, Stop swearing, stop swearing. I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> like, I was like, well, What are you talking about? I was like, Who the hell are you? Are you? Yeah, I, was, I was aware, it just kicked in. But then I was like, It started coming back to me. I was like, 
I've just been talking shit for like half an hour straight and I remember there was a guy <laughs> there was a guy in another bed because they wake you up all at the same time like a fucking freaky reawakening graveyard yeah it was weird I remember there was a guy and he was half sat up, sat up on his bed and he was like looking at me like this and I was like Oh, you're right, mate, like this. And <laughs> you're like boxing. <laughs> yeah. Well, but then I recalled that I'd just been like, proper going off on one, like Muhammad Ali quotes. I was like, I'm fast. I'm pretty. This is why I was coming round. Do, do you have this rush of, rush of energy after you wake up from the surgery? Yeah, but I must have had it up until the point where she fucking shouted at me and said, stop swearing. So you, you, must, you must reawaken full of energy, but then your actual awareness of that energy doesn't so your, your awareness of being alive doesn't kick in what till half an hour later yeah like your, your mind it doesn't it doesn't kick That's in properly it was, it was very it was very strange yeah mate, um Maisie's had an operation she was young and she said it's not like going to sleep it's not like anything you've ever experienced before. oh you got no choice i tried to stay awake just what to test myself injection injection so it's like you have this it was weird because the place where i had it at but it was like a like a fucking there's like an isolation chamber so they wheel you in they take you through all the corridors no field, yeah. Um, and they take you through all the corridors, etc. And then they take you to like this chamber. So they wheel you on the, while you're on the bed? Yeah, yeah. They wheel you in the bed. They take you into like a, a pre operation chamber. So it's not where you have the operation. So you go in, you wheel yourself in. And that, well, you don't wheel yourself in, but like, they wheel you and you're lying there in your little gown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they shoot you full of all this stuff. The anaesthetist. What did they say to you when they. When they... I can't remember. This was really when I was young, but. Um... So, so you, go in, you go in the room. And then, have you already got the cannula in your arm by that point? I think so. I think so. And then they sort of say, right. Yeah, and then they all, they already put it in, so they yeah. can just attach a tube and then yeah. uh, inject you that way. And then they just basically say, right, you're gonna give sleep, explain to you what's gonna happen, like even though you haven't got a fucking choice. <laughs> but <laughs> but then um, like you even I even tried farting. So I was like, oh yeah, you know, obviously how long I can fart this for, like, mate. Like it was within. They put the needle in. I think it was within about eighteen seconds. I'd say. Uh, what did it feel like? You remember? Nothing. Like you just doof gone. Like you, you haven't got no choice. You got no were say in the matter. Yeah, I was in the bed. I was like proper full blown bed. Were you naked? No, no, I had the gown, a little little gown. But what's under the gown? Um, a cock. <laughs> 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 That's why they put the gown on. Yeah, you haven't got like. What's under a kilt? I haven't got a suit on under the gown. Like I'm ready for surgery. Yeah, that's, that's what I was it's like, naked. I, I, yeah, you're, you're naked. They don't, like if you got knee surgery, they don't let you, you know, put like a hoodie on and then just oh, just do me knee, will you? So you can't wear, can you wear boxes? There you go. You, you well, because they got a thing of infection. So you, they give you these boxes that are like bloody poo catcher pants. So it's like a net. So it's like a net that you catch crabs with so with, yeah. your, with your bollocks, with your see through, <laughs> and then you just see your bloody your dick swinging. It's like something that Bruno would wear. Yeah, yeah, but but see through. So it's, it's like, what's the point of even being here? Yeah. So it's just basically to hold your, your nuts. Like yeah. so, so you so imagine if you're having surgery and you 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 gotta move your dick, it's like, you know so your dick isn't swinging and hitting your, your knee if you're that well endowed. Did did you feel vulnerable when, when you were doing that? Well I mean you don't you don't feel shit. Like no, I mean but like if you if you thought about it you think, fuck out. Oh yeah. They could have been doing anything. They could have been they could have do anything. You you gotta have some form of trust, but the thing is the doctor I had at the time, he was fucking pissed. I could smell it on his breath when he came in. But what, was he, he, what was he called? Dr. Chase or... I can't remember what he was called. Dr. Roberts, was it? No. Dr. Roberts. Was it Dr. Roberts? Dr. Roberts, yeah. Chainsaw and, um, Roberts used to call us. Chainsaw like. Roberts, yeah. He made a rap mess of me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dr. Roberts, sorry. I just thought something. He couldn't, uh, he was, yeah, he was pissed. And uh, he could smile when he was breath when we come in. He was fucking right excited. So, but yeah, you don't feel anything. Why are you you're worried? Because you're, you're going to have it. No, I'm, I'm not worried. 
I'm just interested because uh, I'd definitely rather have that than be awake. Mm. But from what this is what Maisie's account of it was, she said, um, I think she's been put asleep twice, and she said when she lay on her side, yeah, it was a lot better. She said for some reason when she lay on her back, she felt like she was filling up, and then all of a sudden she went. But then absolutely shot. You haven't got a choice. You, you're lying there. You don't start lying. You don't start picking angles. Yeah, I thought that because mum has been under a few times, so. There's always under. His fucking lives under. Yeah. <laughs> He's more under than he is. Yeah, over. Yeah, it's just like one hand out the grave, like. <laughs> Still trying to get back. But no, um, it's, man, you don't even know. Like, it's, it's not. It's like literally, you're just switching yourself off. It's like, imagine if you had a button at the back of your head. Just like, right, switch it off and then we're going to take you in surgery and then you, you come back. I feel like it's, that'd be, I'd love that in, instead of just sleeping. Oh, in real life. Oh, like if you just say, right. You know, like in the witch, yeah? Yeah. You just meditate for eight hours. Yeah, yeah. And your whole health <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just go by that fire and sleep like. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love it if you could. Refill like, your potions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make sense. Well, recently, you know, I've, I've reset my sleeping patterns and, and I'm doing everything to, 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 like, tire myself out. And still, <clears> at night, <throat> the wind down for me is, it's like hours. It's a pain in the arse. It's like three hours. Yeah. Three hours, I'm just like, I'm recollecting stuff from the day, stuff yeah. I don't even want to be thinking about anymore, stuff that seems insignificant. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Do you have that as well? Oh yeah, all the time. That's why, um, like, was drinking is like perfect because I know I'm going to sleep. Like, yeah. I think it's like a, I think when you're not sleeping, it's like an anxiety issue too because if you th- if you're thinking about things, I think overthinking is anxious, mm. anxiety. If you think about it, so. It's anything to just take away the anxiety. With booze, does that great? I mean, yeah, it does. you know, when you on the pole and you booze, you don't oh, give a shit, do you? Like, I'll say anything. Oh, <laughs> like even now, like I've only just had, like probably, like you said, maybe a shot, shot and a half. It just, it seems to just take off that edge of life. Yeah, yeah. It helps me, helps me relax anyway. Boy, not not a great podcast to watch if you're a, an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Recommended. Yeah, how to relapse. It does. I mean, to be honest though, I mean, you got to think this is like the only drug that's been around. Never been banned as such. It should be. It if, should if, be. if it was today, it'd be banned. It should be, but I'd say, I mean, I wouldn't even go percent, but you'd say like 90% of the population has tried it. And oh, yeah. 90, 80% of the population use it on yeah. a day to day basis. Yeah, it's like, it's so married. integrated. It's such a, like, a, a de- especially for British people, I feel. It's so, so integrated in the culture, uh, drinking, like mm. pubs. Like, uh, so oh, yeah, in America, yeah, thing. like, it's, oh, we're going down the pub. There's even a fucking song about it. When that bloody, we're going down the pub, that bloody <laughs> shit. People used to rave to that, though. Yeah. Like, they literally used to love it, like. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, man, it's, it's like a very working class thing, I suppose, as well. Yeah. To go, you know, after you've been working all day, hard job, building the stuff. Like all you want to do is go to the pub. I always, always remember this guy. I used to work on a building site with, and he's uh, used to come in every day. I was like, you're alright. He's like, I had fucking ten pounds of Guinness last night, mate. Ten pounds of Guinness is a heavy, heavy. Sorry, it's a heavy job. Big dude, strong. You know, he's like, yeah. you're one of them tank builders. But they just don't care. They just carry on. So they'd be absolutely hungover. They drive the van, crash into a fucking lamppost on the way, yeah. and they build all day, perfect. It's just like in them sub- subconsciously. Yeah, it's like, it's like the, the building is the therapy to get them back to the pub. Yeah, they've got to move. Like, to get over a hangover, you've got to move. If, if you have a hangover all day and you're lying there watching films and stuff, you've got that hangover all day. Every time you move and you start wrapping in blankets and the shit. But yeah, if you're moving, you get rid of that hangover real quick. Real quick. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, because you, you need to kind of like, if, if it's a big hangover, you need to like sweat it out, don't you? It's a circulation. You've got to yeah. get the circulation going. 
that's what I think that's what anything. I mean, you got to get blood flow to the back to the brain, I suppose. Even especially if you're dehydrated, because it's just dehydration. It's, it's scary that it kills brain cells. I don't actually know the science on it, but I know that it definitely does kill brain cells. Yeah. But is it like shit brain cells? You know, you know, like when you well, the lesser out, used ones. You know, when you clean out your computer and it's like, <laughs> like at the moment, my my MacBooks, it's got like a, it's only got a five hundred megabyte hard, sorry, is it megabyte? Yeah, I think megabyte hard drive. Yeah. So every so often, I have to clear out loads of shits. But it's shit that you're not gonna, you know, it's not. Yeah, I mean it's not gonna it's not gonna take away like your your wife's name. Like you know, yeah, have, have a drink one night and then yeah. you start calling a bloody Billy Goat or something. Yeah. Or something that's completely different. It's it's gonna be stuff that you don't use, but then again it should be stuff maybe that you do want to have, like you know, like I've been doing this um recently. You say it's bullshit with this brain training, like because I feel like Is it enough, is it? It's an app, yeah, it's called uh Elevate or something. Oh I wanted that, yeah. Did you look at it? Actually, it's good, I enjoy I it. They sent me a, a discount code because I think it's how much is it? Forty pounds for the year. For the year, it's not so bad, really. Me being a stingy bastard, I was like, oh, I'll wait for the discount code. Yeah, yeah. And then it came, and I had three days to use it, didn't use it. Yeah. So it was just on my phone, but I did. I saw it. The advertisement. It's good. Insane. It's good. Well, it, it's not like it's going to teach you like how to get an amazing brain, but it's going to remind you what you what the things you learned. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I should know this. Like, it's you know simple math sums and speed reading as well. That's a good one for me because I'm I'm a good reader anyway. So it'll have like this game where it's like 180 words and it's like, no, the speed is 180 seconds, 180 words per second. So basically it'd be like, and you've got to memorize it, ask questions about what you've just seen. And then it goes up to 210 and then it goes up to 240. I think I'm on about 280. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'll read fast anyway. I mean, I don't even think Have that's fast. Got, what's, the, what's, the, what's the key concept there? You just got to take away the key take the key points of the paragraph. Oh, it does everything. Yeah, it does. Um, so it'll, it'll say something to you like, uh, this certain bird lives in the Pacific. It migrates to what blah blah blah. Goes for a trip down the beach. Blah, blah, and you just have to remember, like, and then it asks you the question, like, what beach does this bird go to? It's like, all oh, right, I read that. So, you, like, you might be reading fast. You can read fast as hell, but you're not actually picking anything up. It's yeah. like you're just going word, 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 word. But you're not actually learning, listening, taking yeah, it so in. It's almost as if you're taking that paragraph and you're dissecting it into like bullet points. Yeah, yeah. The, the main, the main key points of what you want to. Yeah, and it's like. It, 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 oh, I tell you what, it's got everything. I've been on it at night. Um, like it's got maths. It's got like uh, you know things you should know, like fractions and stuff, which is great for the business that we're yeah, in. Obviously, the money uh, yeah. situation, fractions, and then weighing things. I'm not, not drug dealing, baking, like. <laughs> but but um, yeah, man, no, it's really good. It's like a good refresh of the things that you learned in school. I'd say. I'm glad you said that because I, w- I was definitely on the edge of whether I should download it or not. But I think Oh god, yeah. Because there was—I don't know if you remember—but years ago there was a, a game for the Game Boy, and I remember Charles Xavier of X Men. Hmm. I always forget his the actor's name. Patrick Stewart. That's the guy. Yeah. And he was on the advert for it, and I think he was on an airplane, and it was called Brain Training or something. I think it was the—it was the Nintendo. It was the, um, the Game Boy. Game Boy. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think it was the Game Boy. Because I've read about that as well, because that was the original. That was the original. Yeah. The original thing. And I remember him. Like, obviously, like in all the movies, he's like portrayed as this smart guy. Smart dude, yeah. Smart guy, generally. Yeah, he's got to be on you, looking like that. Talking like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, yeah, I've always, I've always wanted to play that game, but then I thought, well, they must have moved on since then. Yeah, I mean, probably now what you've got is probably a lot better. It's not going to turn you into a super genius, but I feel like it, it does get you working through problems and stuff. Especially, it'd be good for you for like the the English side of it. It's it's like it'll give you a sentence to say where should the commas be, and then also about words. Do you? Yeah, I really should do that. That's good. Uh, punctuation as well, where should these be? And then 
where the like, there's so many different things man um they're doing a seven day free trial so i'd definitely get it because that's what i'm on at the moment oh, really? but i'm definitely gonna buy it it's like 40 quid for the year which is not it's not much well i reckon if you hold out till the end of the month with it being black friday i'm sure they'll give discount 100%. it's only 40 quid i think for a whole year 40 quid Honestly, the offer was insane. It was like 60% off mm. that, that, that three-day offer. I was kicking myself because I actually had it five in my email box. Oh, really? And then by the time I looked at my emails, it, it expired. Yeah, you have to go shit so off on them offers. Quit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if something's... I know it's good to have offers and everything, but if something's going to benefit you in the now and it's yeah, that yeah. price, just, just do just, it. Just get it, yeah. Yeah, first. especially for you. It might be good for you with the whole stroke situation. Yeah. You know, just to keep, you, keep your wits about I you. I don't think it's affected... I think my brain's always been a bit slow in terms of I don't I'm not definitely not as quick as you. Do you remember when we, you know when we were postmen? Yeah. And I got I got you to come over and do that test for me. <laughs> test. Me oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, forgot about that. Yeah. You're way better at shit like that. Way yeah, better. but like, I think like, reading, processing. Yeah, because there was there was a it must have been a, a series of ten questions, and you had to remember the postcodes and repeat what you'd seen. That's it. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I found that really hard because was the pressure of the of the countdown clock mm. and, you, and you had to get it right and like, you're dyslexic aren't you a bit dyslexic bit, yeah i think so um, yeah, that doesn't help with postcodes mate at no, all like if all the postmen were just dyslexic that'd be oh, a nightmare God, yeah <laughs> but i mean i mean the, the typical thing is like the words from and for yeah i can see it when i know it's there but if i don't know it's there you don't it's know it's like i read it the same yeah it's almost like i bypass the fact that there's, there's two letters that are Around. Yeah, maybe because they're quite close to each other. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you, maybe your mind just auto-corrects it. Maybe you're just ahead of the game. Well, I mean, I hope so. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that could be a thing too. Probably. Yeah. Like some kind of autism or something. But I did, I did a speed reading course when I was younger, and I wondered whether that always affected it. Oh really? Yeah. What, was, like a whole course? It was in, so it was in Clayton High, and it, like so many kids. So there was like, like I was, I was in top set for maths, uh, and there was, there was like top set of English, top set of whatever. And they put us all together in this class, mm. and they, they they were teaching us how to speed read. It was exactly how you said, like remembering the key points. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, that wasn't my that wasn't um, my my like my thing. But yeah. like, I remember them teaching me how to do it. And it was exactly how you said. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they did everything. It was like uh, like speed maths. It was no way. Like, they had this like square that you had to fill in with all your times tables. Like how quick could you do it? Yeah. But then a lot of that I felt was a little bit from memory because times tables I feel like it's just a memory bank and, and it's a pattern as well it's a pattern that follows each other yeah you can you can definitely forget these things though if, you, if you're not utilising them mm. like I think the problem is when you've got phones and stuff everybody's just like oh you can use a calculator it's like maybe you should actually try and work it out yeah I, I do that you know what I mean in fact I don't know if you do, do this with Laura but if, if me and Maisie are watching TV and let's say we're watching um, Jaws or something yeah, yeah. and we're like what's his name yeah what's the actor's name and we know it we deep down we know it yeah but it's just it's just clouded it's clouded and you need to create that network again to to kind of so basically you, this is this is this is your brain this is you, you know you know the answer the answer's in your brain here and you've got to create a network they call it a semantic network in order to find out what that answer is mm. it might be related to something completely different so it might be the name of the boat. So, mm. like in George, the name of the boat is the orca. They think orca, 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 you know, sharks. And it, <laughs> yeah. I, this, is, this is the way your mind works. And then, as soon as you start going down that path, it's got its own algorithm, I suppose. Yeah, you'll think, yeah, so like Quinn, um, uh, I'm trying to Brody. Try, 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 
Yeah. Brody's other bloke. Brody, What's the other one called? I can, all I can think is Quinn saying his name. Um, Shit. But you'll, you'll, we'll, we'll, we'll find it now. Like, uh, so. Hooper. Hooper, there you go. Hooper. Well, it doesn't take fucking long, dude. No, that's, that's what I mean. And what it is, is your, your brain is just, just basically like going through yeah. all these kind of. It's like you're rooting in a toolbox for your for your lost yeah, screwdriver. Like exactly I need right. the bloody Phillips. It's fascinating, but you're, you're, you're exactly right. And, and, and what we need to do more of is is not to go on a phone and yeah. Google the answer. Is to actually think. I know this. It's disabling and the brains. Exactly. You know what and, I mean? And, and creating that network back to the answer because I don't know how big the human brain is, but I know it can store fucking shitloads of information. Yeah. But it's all accessible. Yeah. It's like that film Limitless. It's all there. Oh yeah, definitely. If, you, if you're, I, I feel like. Um, I was reading this book. Uh, what are they called now? Uh, my bloody circadian rhythms off. Some habits. Uh, Atomic habits. James yes. Clear or something. Yeah. So. It keeps coming up on my audible recommendation. It's great. It's great. It's, on my wish list. it's one of them books. I've, I've, I think it's five hours long. The audio book. But it's not, long, not not really. But you know it's good when you get, you'll be like I've listened to an hour of it, and I'm like. I want to listen to that hour again before I move on because there's so many gems in the first hour, yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, like you just couldn't take it all in one. Oh, that's great. Um, and he's <clears throat> he was basically saying how like when you do things subconsciously, it just frees up your mind. So like it's switching off a light, you never think, oh, I need to, I need to push that button and never, you know, you switch off a light once, you know where it is, you know. But when when you go into a dark room, you kind of you know the light where the lights are going to be, you know the action to do it. It's like, I'm not thinking, oh, I need to, how do I work this one? How do I press it? Like, I have to get my finger out of this. I have to move it to there. I have yeah, to exactly push it. You know yeah, how to do I, it. I reckon even with specific like, lights in your house, you'll know exactly how much pressure, because they're, they're obviously, they've all been used a certain amount mm. of times. Yeah, it's like if you, if you put the oven on, you'll ask yourself, oh, did I switch the oven off? Because it's subconscious to switch it off and on. You know what I mean? So sometimes you, people forget it just because it's subconscious. But what, what your subconscious does is free up time for you to actually learn other tasks. So you, yeah. if if you do anything, like if you're if you're a fighter and you 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 know you have to block punches and you know how to throw a jab, you throw a jab a thousand times, you've got that jab in or ten thousand times, you've got that jab in the bank. You know it's gonna, you know exactly how it's gonna hit. You know how to get the power. Bang! You don't even have to think. Oh, I'll throw a jab now, because if you think when it during a fight, you're fucked. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? It is just getting things onto that subconscious level. Do you remember? Automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like driving, like the whole. I was talking to you earlier about the, the clutch mm. and, and, and the gears. It's it's a doesn't make sense yeah just, oh no for ages for ages as a boy like. and even when you drive it's like yeah you've got these two plates this is your clutch oh yeah and they come together what, what do you need to know that shit for like i, I still don't understand <laughs> I that did, shit i didn't quite understand it but i know i know it works yeah uh, uh, and, and remember when me and you started to learn to skip yeah we couldn't we had no rhythm not at all just have to keep doing you have to i remember doing like really slow with a massive rope yeah or just like jumping every two or something yeah so like going round and then just one big jump round you know i mean so slow or jumping between this so you jump and it's still be going round and you jump again Mm. so you're basically hoping to catch it like just and then just one but then you know you could skip one leg skip on me fucking head we got so i mean I mean, we but we, at that time, when no one was skipping, we were like the best. Yeah. Fitness People used to watch us. Yeah. In the bloody window. Ah, and the speedball. We got the speedball. The speedball as well. Yeah, it's just practice. Everything's practice. Oh, of course. And of it's course. subconscious as well. But that's it. Once you, it's from, it's from going to experience. When that experience develops long enough, it goes into your subconscious. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. But you don't you have to think about it you then. Think about that's it. what I'm saying. It frees up the time. more then. Then you can take on more more tasks with, with the with the brain that you've freed up. It's almost like you're banking all that. It's like, yeah, I know how to do that now. That can yeah. 
when something becomes automatic and then it's, it, it frees up the brain, the, the part of the brain, like the creative side, yeah. that learns and that tries to figure things out, it leaves that able to, to do new tasks as well as you do this in the background. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's why fighters are so... Well, you got well you got Mark Tyson now, and people are so shocked that Mark Tyson's like, oh my god, he's fifty four and he's ripped again. His whole like young life was ripped, boxing every day, skipping, running. That's he's done more of that than he has done snorting coke. You know what I mean? So <laughs> muscle he's memory. muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. So imagine if he snorted coke, he'd know exactly where he was again. But he, he knows exactly how to box. It's like he went in the ring. He knows exactly what he's doing. He might, his body might be letting him down, but he's he's. He knows subconsciously how exactly he should be moving. Yeah. If if he's got a bit of scar tissue or something in his legs, or he's got uh, certain things he hasn't stretched out, that's his body letting him down, not the mind. The subconscious is still there. Yeah. He knows how to throw the punches. Yeah, like if you got his brain and put it into like a, a really young man, Mike Tyson. Oh movie, God, it'd be yeah. Even better, it'd be way it? better because yeah, he'd be smarter. Better, yeah. He'd be so much smarter too yeah. with the with the fight experience, the IQ and stuff. But like before, he could just rely on his pure power and like raw brutality and you know speed. Now he can think like Muhammad Ali when he was doing a rope a dope, like the body let him down. He could, he could all that shit. He was, could talk in his head, like he could, he could still move fast as hell. So when Muhammad Ali fought Sonny Liston, like he was powerful as hell, but he just that fast. He just went around him, jab, 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 jab footwork all day. He could do that twelve rounds. When he got to the age where he fought uh, George Foreman, he couldn't do that footwork anymore. Yeah, you see, so it's like, yeah, so you can't, the legs will let you down. Like, yeah. he was like 15 years older, maybe, when he fought George Foreman. He realized that halfway through the fight. Yeah. Suppose that, I, I don't know, people say stuff. But, um, yeah, so he had to invent the rope dope, which worked amazingly. So you're telling me Tarson yeah, hasn't got them? Supposedly, yeah. Because just because apparently after the first round, he realized the actual the ring was. They call it being slow, so it's like when you when you step into it, it's like a bit sandy. So it's like you can't move as fast, by, uh, by maybe like an eighth of a like second. The, the foam, the, the stuff that we make it with. Yeah. So. Because like I noticed that when we were skipping, there was definitely like it was always good to skip in total fitness in that room because it had the a bit of spring. It had a bit of spring to it, so it was like wood, it was like a wooden floor, and it must have had really good underlay. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Springy, but I've been in. I've been. I've been in the ring that they've got there now, and it's not the same. It's not the same at all. It. It's almost like, like you say, like sand. Like yeah, your feet sink in. So especially if your whole system is based on footwork, and in, in the ring, because it was like in Zambia. Um, I think it was Zambia. Zaire, sorry, that yeah. says so the Republic of Congo now. It, it was before, and I think it changed. I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, they were using some ring, and it just wasn't right at all. So it's like, oh fuck, what am I going to do? And then he just leaned up against the ropes so that's a skill he had just from you know boxing IQ over time yeah. at 21 he probably he wouldn't, wouldn't have done that to know. I mean he might not have known that so early in his career but he definitely learned he knew to do that yeah so he, he knew his own body oh yeah big time but he, he knew it wasn't as fast as it was so yeah. but now then you've got Mark Tyson who's obviously so much smarter like now than ever before you know what I mean before it's like the insecurities were carrying him. You give somebody with insecurities a lot of power and things, you see the real thing that comes out, like the coke and stuff. I read his book, it was incredible. Yeah, just about 22 hours long. It was just pretty. <laughs> well, uh, is a long book. That's a long book. That's like 25 hours. Yeah, long yeah. Long. That was great too. Have you finished that? Yeah, I finished it. Oh, it's a great really book. enjoyed it. Really, yeah. Very I inspiring. Did, I, wasn't, I didn't think <clears> I'd enjoy it as much as I did. I didn't, I didn't, because I, I, well, I think you. When you see Schwarzenegger now, you don't appreciate what he was because you think, oh, he's you know, he's this old bloke, he's smoking cigars. But it's like, guy, you know, if you take it back twenty years, he was like yeah. our idol, you know. Oh, he's inspirational. It's like you he forget. Took so many risks as well. Oh, he's incredible, incredible. Yeah, he was, he's just, I love, 
how disciplined he was. And everything's yeah. like about discipline. Regimented. Uh, yeah, and I think anyone who's successful, you've got to implement discipline in some kind of fashion. Oh, yeah, of course. You've got to be disciplined with your time. You've got to be disciplined with your body. You've got to be disciplined with, with like the people that you give attention to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so who important. you let into your life, too. That's a huge thing. Huge thing. And also, like, um, interacting with people. Because you could, you could take somebody and who hasn't got the confidence to interact with somebody and they could be working in a fucking, you know, dead-end job for 60 years. Yeah. But they had the idea. Well, we, we found that a lot in Royal Mail. Mm. Um, you know, you have, a, you have a laugh and you have this um, great crowd, loads of funny jokes, but the mentality is just so... Yeah. They can't... It is, it is very depressing and it's, it's like, kind of all they know. Like Yeah, it's almost, it's almost like working in a prison, I felt like. It was just like, we, we've accepted that this is the job, we're going to leave and get a pension eventually. Mm. We'll do what the manager. Well, I mean, they don't do what the manager say exactly, but you know, the just the. I think I think it's it's like they they know that they don't necessarily. Some of them want to be that. Don't get me wrong. Some of them have got a great family at home. They got the mortgages paid. They got the house paid off. This is the job they enjoy doing. They got the friends there. They all you know all the people on the routes. That's perfect. But for some people, it's like I think they've led themselves to believe they can't get anything better this is a great paying job yeah. um I, I don't want to pursue my dreams because this is safe this is you know i've got i've got the kids yeah, to support right, and stuff right. there's, there's you've got different do. dynamics like yeah. some people love work honestly some people they live and breathe that job and power to them like if that's what they want to do cause... yeah if you, if you if you enjoy i mean to be, to be fair it's probably the best job i've ever had oh it's I'm awesome you. You, you walk in you listen to podcasts mm. money it's great yeah but and if that's if that suits you, that's fine. But if you want to be something more than that, mm. I think that's that's when it becomes difficult. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you got a you got a passion or something, you know, I feel like me, me and you have always ex- always accepted that jobs were never for us. I mean, like I've I've had, and it must be, I say I've had about fifty jobs, but it must be close to fifty jobs. I've had a shitload of jobs, and I never had I any fear of getting sacked. I wrote, it, I wrote it down once, and I'm sure I had at least twenty five, and that was at that time when I wrote it down. Yeah. Which to some people is insane. Like some people have had two jobs in their whole life, you know, and they're fifty, sixty years old. Well, my dad, I think my dad's only ever had one job. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. Well, he had a few so, bar jobs on the side, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. But his actual main income was was the Michelin, and I mm. think he, he signed up there as an apprentice when he was sixteen, and he's retired now, forty-five years later. And he's done. He's done great out of it, but his body is ruined. It's really ruined. He's not looked after himself. No. No. I mean, he no, could. He's still, he's still mobile. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure whether his back is in pieces from, from the motorcycle accident that he had or whether, That's a good point, yeah. or whether it is from the Michelin. I don't think the Michelin would help. A lot of the guys there were screwed up. I mean, you ask any guy there, they've got an injury. I had injuries from working there. It's a place to work as well, not just, the, not just the physical side, but like you're in darkness. Oh, yeah. No women. Nah, smells like yeah. tyres. When there was a woman there, I'll tell you, they'd be like predators. They'd be peeping around corners. Was she? Well, I, I was in you. Did you ever do the summer programme? No, no, I was just there. Like, oh, yeah. They had, a, they had a summer program once, so we were in this induction room, and there was me. I think Mitch was there as well, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, um, and there was this really fit girl, man. Oh my god! But I think she went into the admin, but she still. Had to do all she the was there. I know you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. She was nice. She had that like olive skin. Mm, blonde hair, hair yeah. quite longish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wearing them secretary arse. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, tremendous. But she was in the office. So all the blokes are stuck in the factory, know, yeah. like breathing in all the death. <laughs> like, he's, oh, he's farting in there. <laughs> a great bunch, though. They were hilarious. That's the, thing, that, that's, that's the great thing is, in places like 
it's like raw mail. Oh, the comedy. You miss, you, 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 the comedy and the, the people are hilarious. Yeah. They are like when you, when you get into their kind of comedy in their world. It's yeah. Hilarious. It's a great. It's, they are. They're both great jobs with great progression if you want to do it. But I just feel like you can you can get fixed into a mentality there. You can get comfortable as well. Which sometimes that's can be the dangerous. I think that's the danger zone. As a young person, I think that's very dangerous. Getting comfortable is very dangerous. Yeah. Extremely dangerous. If you want to be comfortable, fine. But if you want to progress, it's, it's an illusion though. Yeah. It's a it's fucking like illusion. illusion. But it's like, do like the, the managers play on it a lot there. They're like, do this, you yeah. retire, good pension. Yeah. Like, but they, that's what they believe though as yeah, well. well. I mean, they're on more money than I want as well. Yeah, of course. But well, they're just as stressed as all. God, some of them are more stressed. Yeah. You get some people, uh, they know how to ride it out. But what you find in places like that as well is like 90% of the staff hate the managers. It's like, do you really hate the manager or do you hate being told what to do? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like subconsciously, you hate being told what to do because nobody likes being told what to do, realistically. Like, unless you're one of them bondage well, slaves. Yeah, I think people bring, bring their like, childhood insecurities to that. Of course they do. Like, that job as well, so of course we do. I did I, when I was working oh there. I used god. it as a therapy oh session. I was an absolute psychopath when I started. Oh my god, I was an idiot. Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, I, I never had a guy in a headlock, but it, I think I liver shotted one bloke. Uh, nearly broke someone's arm off. But that, that was, he was a bully. He was just a prick anyway. Um, the great thing about you, though, and I say this to anyone, is that is that you're a bit like Chopper Reed. You're not the hardest of the bunch. But you know who isn't hard. Yeah, no, I know. Well, like, bullies usually. Yeah, and you'll stick up for and you'll stick up for anyone who who's getting bullied. Because, yeah. You know, from from your childhood, you always thought, you know, you always had that perspective of, of being scared. Yeah. You didn't want other people to feel like that. Oh, so. it's vile, especially like the the predator prey aspect of it. Like, it's, I hate the the dynamic of a bully because it's like you're bullying somebody who's blatantly weaker than you and uh, I don't like the, the, how they test the waters as well yeah, and I don't yeah. like seeing that because it's no. like oh you're testing you know, this you know guy exactly what doing, oh yeah I've already done to me you know they're basically the, the grooming victims exactly, exactly yeah same as like a pimp you know I mean yeah. it's like in prison so you, you, you like they'll be friendly with you from the off like oh yeah you know you do this and here take this you know and like, now, now you owe me now you owe me triple and yeah. if you don't do it now you're my bitch like it's yeah. it's dangerous business yeah. so I, I never like bullies at all <laughs> I remember I can't remember the exact story but I remember the the guy who was a uh, everyone was scared of it raw man yeah that's one of the liver shot is they warned you about him yeah 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 he said listen this guy used to be an ex-army tank driver. Oh, no, that fuck. Hey, he's got done. He was for drink driving. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to be my postman after that. Yeah, but didn't, didn't you have an altercation with him? Didn't yeah, he started trying to... Because he used to, he used to shout at everybody. Yeah, was he shouting at the guy that you were partnered up with? Yeah, because he was a bit of a timid... Nice guy, he was just a bit of a timid guy. Like, and um, So this guy had basically been... Shout! He just shouted at people. If he didn't get his own way, he's one of them that shouted. I hate people that shout. As soon as he shouted, oh, yeah. I'm I'm on you. Like I hate it. Um, it just triggers something in me as soon as I get shouted I think at. It's when Dave used to shout at us when we were kids. It's that possible. Horrible voice. It was yeah. Not even like a nap. I mean, I, I don't think shouting's got to be nice, but I just think he had like a real yeah, like a piercing. Yeah. Well, that's probably why we hate bullies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy just started shouting and, and, and this other guy and I was like, cause I'm, I'm quite peaceful up, up until the point and then that's, that's it. Like once, <laughs> once I'm off, I'm like, off. Like it's, it's terrible. It's almost like, I don't know, like digging a hole to the center of the earth and 
what comes out is <laughs> that's you. it yeah it's your <laughs> fault yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not like that so much now I'm no no you're great very 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 calm it's yeah. just just an absolute idiot like really you know but the thing is if it's not as if I was ever giving like say I, I was never giving for anybody like I was never bullying anybody no, it was no, always no, backing up no, helping no, somebody or yeah. like if, if you were trying to bully me that'd be it like you've got no chance I don't I'm not I've, I've done it at all yeah. like so this guy tried to shout at me and I just that was it I absolutely ripped into him and he, he was absolutely shitting himself <laughs> he, he, he did not know what to do well it, it must have been bad because there was people coming up to you saying Oh, yeah, he used to be in the army. He was a tank. I was like, he ain't fucking driving a tank now, is he? <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> oh no. That's the thing. You get this perception in them small workplaces and stuff. Like, oh god, don't mess with him. It's like, why? You do the same job you do. Like, I, I never had a fear of getting sacked. I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, you're gonna sack me? Oh god. That's it. It's a bit you like, know what I mean? It's a bit like the fiftieth law. I think the, the less fear you have, the more you'll be able to live. The fact that everyone probably put this persona on everyone else so they all built this guy up to be this yeah, yeah. tank driver pure hype he's got a loud voice yeah like, and, he, and he was huge he was yeah. like about six five bold yeah you know piss head <laughs> he was fucking he got uh, <laughs> like say drink driver. drink driver yeah he got done for drink driving he was drinking the tank well he used to be my postman and, and like i don't know if this is like a passive aggressive thing so where my front door is you know the, my, the cottages i live at now yeah. it's like a front door and instead of posting the letterbox here, instead of posting to the letterbox, you'd open the front door and just pop it in. Which, it looks like a porch, it does, fair enough. But the bathroom's right here. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah, I caught yeah. him once, because Laurie obviously walk, walks around naked if she's going up, she goes from the bathroom upstairs naked. And I do too, I was swinging my meter boat. So the, the, the farmers can see me sometimes, but what, what can you do? Um, <laughs> swinging the meter boat. So when he did it once I caught him I was like oi John he's like oh, yeah, you're right, mate. they're dead nasty ever since this fucking and, he, and you know what he was nasty with a lot of other people by the by I said listen mate I said can you stop posting this in here because like the bathroom's there and if my girlfriend walks out naked or I'm walking out with my dick out there's going to be an issue like he's going to see something you don't want to see or you do you know what I mean he's like mate he wouldn't come near the door after that he would like leave the post in like a little box by the gate oh really yeah he, he's just like freaked out but which is you know I wasn't being funny with him because I, I think after them incidents, I thought you, you can't act like this. You really can't. <laughs> like it was lucky I got away with it because something could have happened. You know, yeah, you never know well, these days. A lot of the stories that you used to tell me, I used to oh, think, just nuts. Because I was working at Royal Mail at the same time as you, and I thought, God, I wonder. What, I'd, I'd love to have been at your depot when it happened just to see. Oh, it was wild. The reactions of people. People love me though. They absolutely love me because a lot of the times I was I was having to go with all the bullies. It was never anybody. I'd be the smallest, you know, guy. Yeah, you've got respect for everyone. Oh, always. I feel like I'll, you know, take anyone at face value. Yeah. Well, I don't care how tall, how small you are. If you're a dick, you're a dick. You're a dick. I yeah. treat people like everybody exactly the same. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time, being tall, a lot of shorter guys always like they don't either don't like you or they have like an underlying jealousy of you. I remember once, because um, I'm like six five, four yeah. five. I, I, I don't know. Definitely. The last time we measured you, you were six four and a half, and I think you're taller than that now, so probably six five. Probably about six five. Maybe, I maybe six four in the morning, because it, it does your height does change throughout the day. Isn't it six five in the morning? Because you're taller so in the morning. Six five in the morning. Six five in the morning. Probably. Yeah. So I walked into a pub because my mate Steve from uh, Stafford, he's small, like he's a short guy, but we when we were together, you know, we get along fine. It's never been like, oh god, he's so tall. He's never been brought up like, oh, you're yeah. so short. Never said anything. I did call him the muscle hamster once. <laughs> he didn't like that. Because I was in the gym, I was training him. And uh, I was like, come on, you muscle hamster. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, it sounds good. 
<laughs> yeah, just spins on running constantly. Anyways, he's a funny guy, sound. Um, but me and him went to this bar in Stafford, and basically I was like the tallest. I never realized how tall I am until I get around people. And there was a guy, and like literally, I think I bumped into him, and he was like about like here on my hip. I was like, I'm so sorry, mate. He just looked, he looked at me, because he turned round and looked, looked at me and looked up. He's just like, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I gave him a big hug and he couldn't do it. He's like, oh, because he was, he was angry and I just completely disarmed him with the nice. big hug. I was like, oh, I've just come oh, like a blanket for you. Yeah. And uh, he would be fine for that. But I was just nice. talking shit and he was like, he's like, you, you love it, don't you? Like being the tools. I'm not really, I, don't, I never fucking step out of bed thinking, behold, like I'm not, I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't even know I'm tall until yeah, I bang my head. I think, yeah, I mean, we're very blessed to be the height we are. Yeah, it's it great. Was, it's a great height. It's yeah, great. I, I think. In good. some situations, we're it's both, great. We're, yeah, we're both good heights. Uh, there's, there's obviously disadvantages, like... Uh, Banging when, head? When you're on a plane. You know, yeah, that you sucks. On a plane. I hate planes. Getting, I hate planes. Um, it used to, it's not such a problem now, but getting the right size shoe. Yeah. Having sex in the car? Absolute... <laughs> it's, it's useless, mate. It's fucking useless. You have to like put the seat right back. But, and then you like... It's like you got that... You know when you when you want to bust a nut, it's yeah. like, it always feels better when you're straight in the leg. <laughs> It's like, oh, but you can't do it in a car. So oh, yeah, you have to be like straight to It's like fetal wanking. Like if you're in a fetal position, like jerking off on yourself, like prison style. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it was a Corsa. <laughs> it wasn't helping yeah. much. Is it all the, black, the old black Corsa? Black Corsa. I, I was sexing a few cars. Corsa's not a great car for, for sex. No. I had sex in a Corsa. I used to have that uh, van. Remember that van I had? The van would be good. I had sex in the back of that. Bit too short for me though. So I'd have, yeah. it would be doing doggy style and I'd have to like, like lean over yeah you know I, mean? think, I think I've only had sex in a car once and I think it was my old golf oh really I think so I think the one that you crashed yeah yeah the white one yeah yeah That's, that wasn't bad it was five door spacious yeah. you put one leg out the window <laughs> <laughs> it's just I not for me no I think sex in a limousine is, is the, the way to go if you're tall so, you know sex in a bedroom is great like it's yeah, it's, it's made for it like yeah. oh we're going to have sex in the car like oh I hope nobody sees me like I think women like the idea yeah of course men. they do because men just want convenience Comfort, yeah, you know, and women are always like, in fact, I always see it on shows. Where, where's the strangest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, there's always a big, deal. oh, I had, you know, I did it in the in the uh, Egyptian pyramid. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, was it her, her, her hot tub? The pussy, the pussy. Well, yeah, the, the lubricants just yeah, drying out. Strong, so I just remember it hurting a little bit. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, in, in chlorine to get rid of piss. Into, yeah. So basically, imagine that going anywhere near your pipe. Oh, yeah. Oof. I think it was a graveyard for That's me. That's probably why I needed one. <laughs> yeah, that button uh, graveyard. Yeah, that'd be kind of sexy. It, yeah, it wasn't sexy. And it was in the bum, too, it was in the bum stuff. Really? Mm. Did you read the names out of the... <laughs> no. Well, I didn't do it on top of the grave. It wasn't like in... Like, I, I felt a bit weird about it. I just I was horny as hell. Like, when, you know, when you're young and you're just like, right. You've got to be horny to do it in the graveyard. Yeah, well, I was, that's the thing. I've been trying to have sex in the car and I couldn't fit. So I drove. I was like, right, let's go, you know, over here. Yeah. So it went behind the church and there was like a bush. Did you say grace before you did it? I didn't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get on your knees. That's about it. Get on your but it wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. Was it a bit of bush, bushery, shrubbery? No, it was like you know, it was a, so the church and it was surrounded, and then uh, there was like a little bit of woodland. I so there was like a, I think, <laughs> so it was like some kids like, 
uh, like a den. I was like, oh, perfect. Like, so basically, she went in like, like a little, like a you know, on all fours, and yeah. basically I was out, out the den. Yeah. So she's in the den, I'm out the den. <laughs> and then basically I'm, I'm hitting it, so it looks like I'm shagging the den. Like if anybody yeah. comes, like the kids come back, like oh, we've got some, you know, a couple of cans of pop and some sweets to eat in the den. Stop. Just, just like me, like shagging the den. But there was obviously someone inside. But yeah, it wasn't great. It kind of reminds me of a porn I've seen recently where it must be some kind of... It's some kind of... Not a hostel, but like a... Like a whorehouse they have. I think it's like in Luxembourg or something. Oh, really? What they do is they kind of... They have these these rooms and the women literally, they open their legs up. <laughs> they just leave it, Like everything else, there's like a big... Like I've seen it. See I've it? seen them. Yeah, it's loads of them. It's yeah. like it's like an art bloody gallery. And they go in like, uh, fancy those ones and such. And you get to see the point of view of the girl mm. and then the guy. Yeah, she looks like she's stuck in a coffin. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. Would you like that? No, no, no. They're just very weird. I've never done anything like that because I always worry about my chopper getting chopped off. You know, like if it's like through a glory hole action. Oh yeah. Or something. I don't like the no, idea. I, I wasn't a girl there there was like someone like that just a pair of scissors yeah that jigsaw guy just like oh because what what are you going to do what are you going to do like if if, say you got a glory hole like a toilet and you put your thing through you don't know who's on the other side you have no idea and they could they might be you know give you a bit of a tease Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden snippets what are you going to do run around there and beat them up like your your chopper's gone you're right oof no 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 oh no i'm risky risky with that shit although do you remember that point i used to have with that girl with the red hair we both used to love it she used to, she went in the, she had like a, one of those prostitute outfits on where she, she had everything under, underneath. A flasher jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. jacket and you see it, like the camera's following her to the, to the glory hall room. She goes in there. She had oh, hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, I think she had, there was like one. There was like three, one there. And there was like two other white dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was, the there was one that was just the eye. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy on the other side. <laughs> so there was like one holy, one holy, and then on the opposite there was a big one. And there was a TV as well, so she was watching porn. Like there was a TV, and then when the guy was, he put it through, and then he just, I remember watching it, he wasn't getting any attention. So he pulled it back out, and then you saw the eye. <laughs> I remember watching. that, I remember that. It's like, what are you doing? Well, she's only got two arms, I mean, unless you can like, you know, get the foot up there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to be quite acrobatic, I think, to do that. I don't know, all you do is... She was fit. I regret that so much. Tiffany Menk, she was called. Yes, and I had so many pornos. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is fucking with my mind. I'm, I'm not being uh, productive anymore. What? Because that DVD away. selection? Just because that one? Well, that... Not just because that one, but just oh. because at the time I felt like I was basing a lot of my sexual expectations. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, you definitely do. Especially when you're younger and you're seeing that stuff. I mean, you got to think, so what we watched back in the day what I watched back in the day because you're obviously six years older than me so see, well yeah you're a veteran <laughs> but now what the hell are you watching now like so somebody you know like six years behind us and six years behind them yeah because they're probably getting it's quite scary because the stuff that they started coming out with like I think when I started watching it you didn't really see much of this throat fucking stuff no it was very I aggressive man. Like it really but uh, the more you watch it the more it becomes normalised exactly the more you think yeah I like this now. Some girls, some girls like it, but no, the thing is, good. are they liking it because they've been shown? You know, because I'm not being funny. A lot of the time, so you go with a new girl and she's like, "Oh yeah, do do this." It's like you're not doing it because you figured this out. You're doing this because someone showed you how to do this. Like, I ain't doing something that somebody else has done to you. I didn't. This is mine now. Like I'm, I'm not going to do things that other people did to you. Like you know, like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
<laughs> so uh, you train them. What you should what you should do is just find out who the actors who's training them. Message them and just say you trained her well. Thanks. Had a great <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's not. The skills are on par. Well, that's the thing. Is like it's not it's not happening now. I think you can, you can get in a real deep hole with that shit. You know, like oh my ex, my ex had a bigger dick and all this. I've been I've been guilty oh, of it too. Oh god, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when I was younger, especially. Yeah, oh, yeah, the, the jealousy. I actually, uh, I'll talk about it with Maisie now. Um, but in a way, it's more of a turn on now. I'll do it, I'll do it in the bedroom as like, oh yeah, was it really? Yeah. Oh really? Check this out. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, really. Yeah, like, you know, I, I feel like if you can't beat them, join them. Just like. I used to get that jealous feeling of like, oh god, you know, it's because my dick's smaller than his. Or no, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, matter really. It, it depends, I suppose. Yeah, it depends, doesn't it? If you got much little, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's like if you can turn that into some kind of something else that will turn you on. Yeah, I mean, the end result, I suppose, is the same. It's like you're both trying to come, right? It doesn't matter what fucking implement. It's like if you if you get, yeah. if you're gonna get shot, it doesn't matter if you get shot with a fucking uh, nine millimeter pistol or a Gatling gun. You know, but you still the end result's the same. Yeah, like, once I've caught, I don't care how big anyone's dick is. You want some food? I don't care how how big's the burger? You know, bigger applause that you're in the stadium. Bigger applause. Confetti. Yeah. I'm going now. Yeah, yeah. The show's over. Thanks for turning up. Yeah, you're not interested for at least... Sometimes you can go in, you know, twice. If you're proper, like, you know, on point or... Or it's new if it's a new relationship. It's new, yeah. You know, but you do want to impress them a little bit. It's not even impressing. It's just like, oh, I've been I've been talking to you for months. <laughs> yeah. Like now, now I've got it. Like yeah, yeah. especially if you've been, you know, trying to get there for ages. It's like, God yeah. damn, thank God, I'm 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 staying in there because I'm you know I've been trying to get in there for months. I ain't losing this. <laughs> <laughs> you dicks in there hard, and then just stay in there. Goes. Yeah, yeah. You wait till he comes I'm back. Not I'm not coming out. I've worked hard for this. Well, you've worked you've worked your ass off. Yeah, yeah. Like as a as a bloke, I don't know what it's like the dating game. Yeah, it's it's a tough, it's a tough it's, game. It's a full-time job. Seduction's a full-time you gotta, job. You've got to ask a woman how... Not all women, obviously. You know, Some women, they know exactly what they're doing. Um, but like, what skills they have other than the physicality... What's your skill set? ...to get the man? Like, have you been out on the pole? A woman that goes out on the pole will literally, a lot of the time, just be like, why don't you fuck me? It's like, no, it's the, the courtship of the talking. It's like, I have to talk you. I have to charm your snake with my flute to get you into bloody bed. You know, a lot of the time, anyway. Sometimes it's just you walk in. It's already there. But like, it, it's much harder for a guy. Like a guy on Tinder is going to have a much harder time getting one girl than a girl is going to have on Tinder getting 20 guys. True. Like it's so much easier. Yeah, yeah. Like, because basically that's what they're competing for, right? Yeah. The guys are all competing. Like, as if they all had the decks out and you're just chasing one girl. Like, they're all slapping. You're like, get out of my way. You know, that's like the, the chickens I've got. They're, they're similar. If there's food, they're all pecking each other, yeah. twatting each other. That's what they're all doing. The that's blokes are doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot of guys get very greedy. Like I think women get very content with just one person. Generally speaking, I think. Women well, it's natural. You can't yeah. you can't have t- two different guys' babies at once. You, you've got that one baby in you at one, yeah. one time. That's one seed. I just think it's more natural. So once they get attached to someone, they like to stay with it. But with guys, once they've slept with that girl, there's so many guys who are just like, yeah, next mm. one. Well, on. I mean, I think a lot of that's like a, it's, it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but also I think it's quite like a cowardly thing. It's like, oh, you don't want to get near anybody. You don't want to open up to anybody too. Yeah, it's, it's tough because I think when you, I think we were talking about this uh, the other day, but when you're younger, you still need to have that experience with, with 
it's good to have the experience with a lot more women. You've got to. Yeah. You've got to. Unless, unless you've, you're both virgins and you both do once and that's I all mean, you that's know. That's what you believe, that's fine. Fine. Um, but from our perspective, oh, yeah. me, it's so much better to... It's a bit like going to a buffet and just having the mashed Just potato, the chips, are. Uh, well, they're just the chips. It's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you going to a buffet in the first place? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, go to the fish and chip shop and, you know, even then there's still fish and chips. Anyway. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you need to try and test a variety of different people, even different genders. It's, it's, not, even, it's not even just sex. It's, it's like you say, people. Like, you've yeah, got to try yeah, different yeah, people. I, I, I'm completely open with the fact that no i mean attraction yeah but also people like um mentally like you know like certain fr friends i used to have like druggies and shit idiots they're not the people i surround myself with now because i've got now i've got a wider variety you know of people what, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. I, suppose once you, once you, I suppose it's like if you, if you know one homeless guy you probably know what the other homeless people are going to be like you can generalize a little bit to a certain extent yeah you can generalize you know so if you if you if you meet someone and and you know within a few hours you can tell that they're going to be a draining personality oh yeah well, they're very negative well they're the best people where you're talking to them they're great people and all of a sudden they're mad racist or, or, they're, yeah, or they're like yeah. dead anti-gay oh racist, and you're yeah. just like oh you know what i mean you do feel like that like yeah. you feel like fuck's sake like i can't be around i can't be around yeah. this guy i, I don't yeah. i don't want that well, shit but yeah, like it, I just don't want that negativity. Basically, I'm at a point where I'm happy. You're like, you, you're probably trying to get up here, you know, you, to, to my wavelength where you don't have to be like me, but I'm saying I'm more accepting of everybody, which I feel like is better. If everybody was like that, it'd be a lot easier fucking world. But you've got you, you're a great guy, blah, 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 but you're racist. It's like, you've, you've still got a long way to come. You need to go traveling or something. Like, seriously, because yeah, people that aren't, aren't well-traveled are usually racist. You, you find that the most racist people are usually have never left their own area. They've never left one area. They've never, you know, like people like my dad maybe. Oh, I've never, I've never been on holiday. I haven't even got a fucking passport. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't got a passport. So he said, yeah, you never know. He's probably he been, been everywhere. Sure. I think he went France once and that was it for him. He didn't like planes. I think you're probably right because I don't think I've ever seen any pictures of him away. He's got a caravan in that. He goes, it goes, yeah. goes down the road. But that's probably a fear as well. A lot of people that do that got another mate who, who, who won't go abroad anymore. Why? Scared of, scared of flying. I'll go on a boat. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's always workarounds, but it's just, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know. Yeah, flying, it, flying can be scary. But like I say, it's, it's worth it though. It's worth it. It's so know. worth it, yeah. It's so worth for, it. For how many crash, it's just like, you know, it's like, I feel more scared getting in a taxi because like taxi drivers. Some of them are crazy yeah, and drunk. There's no, there's no real rule. I mean, they obviously they do have rules and, and stuff. Yeah. But not to the extent that it, with pilots, like they're, 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 they're tested and, and you know, they've, they've got. They're vetted, aren't they? Yeah. And, you know, and when they're going up there, they've got a co-pilot. You don't have a yeah. co-pilot in Uber, do you? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot easier to drive a car than a fucking airplane, I'd imagine. Um, but supposedly it's safer to be on an airplane anyway than the road. But then again, it's like, how many cars are on the road compared to how many planes are in the sky? It's, it's not going to be the yeah, same. I think I think what's terrifying is if, if a plane does crash. You're pretty much dead, yeah. yeah you know, or, or you might land like them bloody rugby players landing on that uh, hill and have to eat each other. So it's, even if you do survive, it's what not, can't remember that. <laughs> so there's a tr true story. These, um, I think there's a film about it called Alive. So they crashed onto like a mountain and basically, a lot of them survived, but there was like a few that died on, on the actual crash, so they had to start eating. 
the the dead mates like which is great oh, rugby players no no oh, right. i mean if these things got too bad uh, maybe but, but imagine rugby players pure bloody muscle a lot of yeah, them i prefer to eat that than you know some 400 pound fat bloke you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah, in the grand yeah. scheme of things but yeah they had to eat all the mates oh yeah big time well it's yeah, obviously it's cannibalism <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> but yeah i ate his liver with a nice rugby ball <laughs> <laughs> yeah buffalo bill swinging his dick at the top of a mountain <laughs> the music guy. i absolutely love that guy didn't he play a psycho once and then the rest of his life he's a cop that was it that, james yeah, ramar i don't know i don't know james ramar's in the warriors isn't he That's... is he james ramar who is he uh, no it's not buffalo bill no i'm thinking of someone else james ramar's um he is a cop in a lot of things yeah, yeah. he was he was ajax ajax he? yeah 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 uh, no i don't know the name uh, of the guy it's one of those names that's like just goes, goes straight through my brain. I just completely forget it. It's just Buffalo Bill, and that's, <laughs> that's all you need, though. No. That's all you need, though. Buffalo no. Bill. Like, I, just, I mean, apparently they had to give him like a, a shit ton of tequila to do that scene where he tucks his dick underneath. And that's not that serious. Goodbye horses. Yeah. yeah. But I love that. In fact, that song is, is my alarm clock. Hey, you don't need tequila. Most kids have done that tucking the dick between legs. We used to do it all the time. Like, oh look, I've got a fanny. You know what I mean? That, everyone's done that, chasing each other around, like. When you're about 14, that's the prime age for that. <laughs> like you figured out it goes up and how to put it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's funny when you see it from the back and you just, you just see... <laughs> that turkey. The disgrace of like the dick down. Yeah. Looks like three, the three balls. balls. The balls are above the dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not, they're not a great looking thing, are these ones? Especially if you've got... I've got the one nut that's lower than the other one. I'm the same. Not massively, but it's like noticeable. No, I've definitely got the... You know... Any women out there, don't let this put you off. Well, I've definitely got the low bollocks. Yeah. I haven't got the... It's, it's, low, it's lower. It's like a tit. Because some tits are bigger than the others. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Do yeah, if, if, if I'm cold, they will go into a nice, uh, comfortable sack. Yeah, they go... Comp- so... Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> it's probably gone over the tangent. I'm talking about homophobic. Uh, homophobic people, I know it's... Uh, yeah, tucking your dick with your legs. <laughs> it's the opposite. Oh, what can you do? I know. I know, man. What so, are we on? Started with how, how, was, how has your week been? What's, uh... well, it's been great. <laughs> it's been good, really. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, I think this this lockdown it doesn't seem so serious. Nothing's changed. Nothing's uh, changed. I think the, the only annoying thing is, is there's like certain shops that I wanted to go to that I can't go to now. So I wanted to go to Sports Direct, but that's not an essential. You can't even try clothes on anymore. I was thinking about this this morning because I was thinking about ASOS. I was thinking about, well, I want to get like a whole new wardrobe. I, I want a new wardrobe too. Completely, but, yeah, but completely new wardrobe. Look at this. I mean, I'm wearing like old. It's even got toothpaste on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I even, I even thought I, I, I didn't get any toothpaste on it. Yeah. Toothpaste. This time we got it wrong. <laughs> but no, it's a, but the problem is, if you have a whole new wardrobe from ASOS, you've got to get it, you've got to try it on, then you've got to send it all back. Yeah, because it might not and it's, it's, You're talking like a week. Like, even though, even though it's super convenient because you've got the free returns, yeah. it's still inconvenient because you have to take out the packets, then you have to... Uh, right on the slip. No, they, they don't even give you the slips anymore. It's all online. It's online. So I want to return this, this, and this. And then you have to work out well, if you send me the money back, are they sending me the right amount? Exactly. But it's also the duration. Like if you go into a shop, try it on there, and you can't even try it on anymore. No. So you try it on, do I like it? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, I love this. I'll wait for another fucking week before it comes. You know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, that's a bit annoying, really. And I feel like it's too much selection on the ASOS. Too much stuff. Yeah, it's hard to just narrow it down. Like you've really got to know what you want to so, like. Exactly. For instance, like 
I just want a, a long line. So like this, a long line, white teeth. Yeah. But mate, there must be like a thousand on With there. curved hems, With they got hems. in different colours. Exactly. How many times have you thought that's perfect and then you've got it and it's like one of the priest colours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Proper bad leg. I got one like that. <laughs> Religious t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your eyes are... I used to like that. I like them. They're better for wider shouldered people. Yeah. I feel because I'm a bit barrel chested. I've noticed. Like it's a barrel chest. It's just pure. Your chest like a barrel. I was like, <laughs> like my, my my chest is always just boof. Yeah. But like I'm not the widest because you either find that guys have got wide shoulders and not as big chests, or they've or they've got the you know total package, but or they've got like narrow shoulders. Yeah, like a you know, big like, chest. I think Batista said like if you've got bigger shoulders, it makes your chest look bigger. When it's just a bit of a... Or wider. Like not not as bulky. Yeah. Like, um... Flatter. Like, like Goliath. Flatter, like, longer, yeah. But I feel like I've... Like, when, when my chest's big, like, fucking one month out of the year, every year, like, when I get back in shape, it's just huge. Yeah. Like, it's so dominant. But then my shoulders aren't necessarily the widest. But I think being tall... I don't think mine are the widest. No. They, they've got better, but, like, all the guys that have the big shoulders, traditionally, popping got good genetics, do go on the beer. Oh, the, fr- the frame? It's, it's the frames, yeah, literally. Yeah. The the width of the frame, like you know, the actual bone structures. Are, mine's tiny, but like something like uh, remember Jack, wide as hell frame. Yeah, he did. Really wide, for a skinny he, guy. Then he had no traps. Was it Jack who had no traps? I think he had a bit of traps. Jack does. Jack does. Jack does. Catalla no traps. Yeah. No, never. Amazing physique, just lost his traps. Yeah. It's weird though, because he must, he must, he must, like he must have them. I know he's he's got them, like physiology. Yeah, where they connect, like the height, the height. Yeah, like Z's for me are the fucking best ones. Z, Z's. Z's. Is it Z's? Z's. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I know you say it's a lot of Z's in the name. His, I mean, when you look at him when he was skinny, like, <laughs> like his neck. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The traps were connected so far off. Tom Hardy's are good. Yeah, they're Th- the so thickness. Good. Yeah, they're good. I don't think that Z's were thick. I think they yeah. were just long. I tell you, uh, Elliot Hulse always my favourite physique. Yeah. Just because I could emulate with it. Because yeah. his chest was so big and his, yeah. his shoulders were so thick, but they weren't wide. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how, him. Do you watch him? He, he, not, not as much as I used to. I think he drifts in and out. He's on like a very spiritual journey himself. Yeah. So it's like, he, he, did, he, gave, he gave you all the information yeah, you need. Like, yeah, you're yeah right. I mean, how much more do you need? Yeah, he gave all the content he needs to. And I think a lot of the time, people just want you to update what you've already said. Yeah. Plus he does other things. It's not as if like you know YouTube. It's it's, it's horrible when you see like recycling of the same content yeah. in different words. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it happens a lot too. Yeah. But no, he's, he's amazing, amazing. Like if some of his views are a bit far out there, but they work. Like everything he says works. You know what I mean? Well, so. yeah. I think, it, I think it was the Elliot Hulse that helped me to, well, and, you, and yourself been watching me, but get my deadlift correct when I was. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that this is the guy to go to. I remember I saw him deadlift about it's like nine plates aside, and he's not the biggest of guys, no. you know, like uh, he- heavy wise. I, I don't think, no, I mean heart wise as well. And I remember his, his form was perfect, and his neck. It was weird because usually when you're doing a deadlift, you you look up to keep your spine aligned, but he'd always tuck his chin. And he had the thickest neck you've ever seen in your life, massive. Mm. But I think that was something to do with the the alignment because he said the only break in your musculature is your mouth. So he put his tongue on his on the roof of his mouth to connect his whole muscular system right. when he was doing the deadlift. So he'd literally put his tongue on the roof of his mouth, keep his neck straight the whole time. So he wouldn't be looking up like that. He'd be, he'd be like literally tucked. So, so how would he breathe then when he breathes through his nose? Or breathe through his nose, I think. Yeah. 
or hold his breath. I don't know what he's doing. I wasn't there. But <laughs> hold, his <breath. laughs> oh, yeah. hold his breath. It was dead left to fall over like, straight back. But no, he's amazing, man. Amazing. Have you seen any crazy things recently on the? Did you hear that video I sent you yesterday? Oh yeah, what was that? <laughs> what is that? The plague mask. The plague mask, yeah. Not... It's a great costume. It is a good costume. I don't know, I don't know who the guy was, but um, just the, <laughs> the way that he's walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to see a lot of guys when I was, when I was in LA walking on like that. Yeah. Wait, what, did, did, can you remember that, that guy I told you about? He'd come in from work, he's like a UPS driver. Coming from work, he's little shorts on. He'd come into the apartment building looking just like a UPS driver. And all of a sudden, about an hour later, you see the door swing open. You come on with a, a pimp hat on, glasses, his stick, doing this lean as he's walking out. No, he's just like a, just a, walking like a pimp. I think he's a bit of a pimp. There's a lot of pimps around with that Lancashire Boulevard. Yeah, right. Literally, he's walking dead normal, walk out leaning. Like, I was like, what are you doing, mate? I, I used to see this like every day because I used to sit outside talking shit to people all day like, yeah, on Skype. It was awesome in the courtyard. It was an old one too. It was and it worked like a charm. We speak to Steve Rowe all day. He's just like, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. Like all day, every day. He used to ring me all day, every day. He wasn't doing nothing. He was not waiting for her. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't have a car or anything. Just <laughs> waiting to go party. Like, that's all. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, man. So you've everything's good apart from ASOS pissing you off. It's pissing me off. Yeah, because I, I can't be asked to order a whole wardrobe, wait for a week, and then think, "Oh, I've seen something else I wanted." Do you feel like you're in a point? I feel like I'm like this, where I'm just like. I don't even know what clothes suit me anymore. No, I don't. I just, I no just, idea. I don't even know what my style is. No, I, I haven't got a style. Yeah. I've learned to if it fits, I wear it. Like, I'm, I think a lot of it is when I was single, oh, it was great. Like, I would look tremendous. What, what, what the fuck am I going to do? Walk around the house in a suit. Like, you know what I mean? I see her, see her every day. It's like, she's not wearing a dress, know, wearing a what suit you, in the what house. What you Socks. <laughs> I don't have massive legs. Oh really? Yeah. In fact, I think the next podcast I'm going to take my shoes off and feel, feel more at home. I feel grounded on the feet. Yeah, because I feel like the feet can sweat in these. Feet traditionally do sweat in training. Mm. Mm. It's when they put something in the shoe to make your feet sweat more. I don't think they do that to you, but. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Christmas. I think Christmas is cancelled this year for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go over mum's. So I already know she's going to get pissed. Well, that's the idea, isn't it? What, Christmas? Last year she fell through my tree. She, as soon as she walked in the house, she fell through my fucking tree. Oh, yeah. She did. It took me ages, up as well. I'm going to get a fresh bottle for the next one. Maybe. You know, you, you don't want to drink. I only have a drink when you I'm doing well, aren't I? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do want to drink in the future, but just not at the moment. I've got like, I've got, I've got about three stone. I want to get off, get my body back. It just feels uncomfortable. You know, when you, like you put a bit of gut and you just you don't feel it doesn't uh, feel nice. Like you can't sit down and. You know you can be better. I think. Oh yeah. You know it's it's blessed with the curse, really, because you yeah. you know what your true potential is, and it's like anything else is just never going to be enough. So the only way you're going to feel good about yourself is just giving above that. It's a real curse. I think the good thing is as well, though, because we've both been there. Wait, God, these chairs are really creaking. That's yours. I know. Not mine, they're tremendous. It's sturdy. It's sturdy. <laughs> One thing uh, I think, yeah, we've both done is we've gone to the extreme where we're really skinny. And I don't want to be bad. I think for me, 
the lowest I ever got was 207. Too low? Yeah, it just didn't look good. Like, I, was, I was wanting to get to 205. Did you? you too low? Heavyweight, is it? Yeah, like heavyweight. Yeah, is it too, uh, too, too low? Thing? Well, I got to 207, I just looked ill. Like, uh, I even, it was one time I looked at myself ripped, I was like, oh god, I don't Oh, really? Like, yeah, I didn't like this. Vein, I mean, great, vein action everywhere. We start seeing bones coming through. <laughs> not, uh, maybe not quite bones. I was definitely like 10% uh, body fat, but it just it just felt a bit unnatural for me. Mm. It just felt like, you know, I'm not getting I'm not into bodybuilding competition, I'm not, I'm not you know, going to a fight or anything like that. I don't need to cut for weight. So I think when I put another 10 pounds on that, yeah. Felt nice. Do you think this time? Do you think this time if you've got ripped again? Do you think you'd actually use it in a different way? Like remember when you had your Instagram page and you're getting like a lot of fitness followers and things. But I feel like that's a huge thing now. I think before your girlfriend wasn't happy about it because you, <laughs> you were playing a, <laughs> playing the field on the Instagram because you had a six pack. <laughs> I think I always did it mainly for me first to prove that I could mm. do it. I think I always had that insecurity of. I think we both have where we've been big and it's like you know completely out of control you just feel out of control but then what happens is you get so disciplined to get rid of it yeah you get to a point where it becomes it, it, it overpowers your whole life oh yeah it's, yeah, it's terrible all you can think about is like training 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 um i'm gonna eat salads chicken yeah no mayonnaise no fun <laughs> no fun no fun ever you, you become a bit of a bore yeah so i always i always did it for me first. It's always nice when girls compliment you, don't get me wrong. Anytime. Yeah. A any kind of physical state when someone says, oh, you're fit, you know, it's nice. I feel like it's better when you're, when you're single. I, I know it's not an excuse, but if you if you kind of... Oh, yeah, because you've, well, you've got all the free time to do it as well. Yeah, it's, it's so much easier to lose weight when you're single. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Because when you're single, there's no it's no good if you're fat and single. I'm not being funny. Oh, but it's, it's just not a good sales pitch. It's, no, it's, good. it's not a good sales pitch at all. <laughs> I mean, you can be how you can be how you yeah, want to look. Right, but right. for me, I'm saying when I, when I'm single, if I'm fat, I'm like, what? You you can't be fat and single. It's like you're depressed. Well, it's almost like an incentive. You think to yourself, I'll get ripped. I know, and, I'll and, feel good. I'll look good. Time to trade up. And, That's and what you do. Confidence to go up. Mm. So you, you put those two together. It's, no, and the, the motivation you get off of, of a breakup is amazing as well because it's like that whole period. If if you ever break up with somebody, the best thing you can do is stay away from anybody else because most people's reaction, a lot of girls do this, you have to jump onto the next guy. Like, yeah. I can't be alone. But then if you never have that time to actually reflect on what you did wrong, which is in take full responsibility, which was what I did last time, the last breakup I had, I was like, Hold on a minute. <laughs> like something went wrong. This is this is not all this person's fault. I never I never blamed her anyway. I, I knew I was I was fucking up, but I think I needed the time just to be completely alone and left alone. That's the only way I figured myself out, and I really did. You, you need to fall in love with yourself, and, and, and exactly. Sorry, you need to <laughs> <laughs> you need to feel you need to know how it feels to be alone again. It's very nice totally. to. I know people will probably think I'm wrong here, but. It's very nice to have that period because if you've been with someone for five years, what are you going to learn about yourself by jumping mm. back into bed, by basically repeating this whole cycle again and then breaking someone else's heart in five years' time and then do it again. Yeah, and yeah, 15 yeah. years later, you've had three heartbreaks and you've, yeah. fucking, you've got to learn a thing. Yeah, so, so then people say, oh, I've been divorced three times, like it's a fucking badge of honour. It's <laughs> like, well, maybe you should, you should have got divorced once and married once again because you should have learned everything from that mistake but maybe you know it could have been a different situation i don't know yeah. but usually you for me 
I don't want to get married. I just don't think that this is anything I need. I don't need to get married. <laughs> and, and you just put your, your life in the government's hands. No, it's, it's just pointless. It's just pointless. My, my, uh, my, my current girlfriend was uh, married, married when I met her. <laughs> <laughs> she just said something that I always say and it makes me hate me for saying what? it. My current girlfriend. <laughs> That's true, right? As though there's, like, there's going to be a next one. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> But it, I, it's, it's, I don't mean it like that, but I'm just saying my current girlfriend, because you know it, it could pertain to another girlfriend yeah, I had before. I tell you what, let, let them go on with it. They can be as pissed off as they want. Leave them in the fucking corner. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Argue. With, I don't know. Argue with them. If yeah. you want to be pissed off, go be pissed off somewhere else. Um, but yeah, she was married, and I think obviously coming through a divorce as well. You kind of like, what the hell did I do this for? I think when you get divorced, it's like, what was it? It was all an illusion. It's all an illusion. This whole marriage thing is for some people. I think a lot of people are, are the, also competing against their friends because yeah, I got married. Look at my wedding. Look pictures. at my wedding. The bigger the wedding, the worse the relationship. I tell you that now. Yeah. It's yeah. always it's, the it's, case. It's masking something that isn't there. Yeah, the best marriages are always the ones that are done in a registry office. They got a couple of friends. Friends aren't even wearing suits. They don't give a shit. It's like just come. I don't care what you wear. What you it doesn't see, matter. Yeah, I don't like we're, we're there be, together. Doesn't need to be perfect. Yeah, fuck. No, does it fuck. Right. Yeah, what we haven't. Oh, what's the, what's for starters? Like it's a fucking it's a hot dog. Oh, the planning that goes into some Oh, it's crap. It's like let's take away all the fun out of it. Let's t- let's just fill it with illusion and like how good we can look to all these people who don't really give a shit. Like they didn't come to your fucking christening and now they want to come to your wedding and see. Oh, look at her dress. Oh, how would, and they always but you can always see them. You know, you look at the church. It was like, oh well, she doesn't look as good as me. You know, yeah, like, yeah, shit. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. It's a, it's a very very political stage weddings are I, I imagine it's very tough being in that situation I mean luckily we've got a mum who's just crazy and she, 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 she got married in Egypt you've had to watch the videos it's on our channel yeah <laughs> where you turn up in the wedding just as bad wires yeah, yeah I took an American football to the wedding <laughs> well, I didn't know it was a real wedding I no, just thought oh here you go that, that's, to be honest even though it was a shit wedding yeah it was, it it was, was amazing crazy. yeah it looked it was amazing so shit and it was just like it just, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't need to be like, oh, we need to go to the the royal cathedral and blah 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 blah. Yeah, Sharm El Sheikh. You know, we need to have a, a a five sorbet starter and all this bull crap. Yeah, there's about thirty people there. There's a fucking meal for hundred. It didn't it's make too much food. Yeah. There was more chefs there than there was guests. There was. You remember? There was. I mean, it, it was it was crazy, but it was. It was, just, it was amazing. They both looked great. I think you know the good thing about mum is she always tries, even if it is. I think, like we were saying earlier, you've got to pick the people around you. Mum tries hard with the wrong people. And then it's like a never-ending cycle of misery because you're always disappointed because you invest your time in, in certain people and then you're always disappointed. Yeah. Because they, they turn on you and things. It's like, is, is this a problem with them or is it my problem with my judge of character? Because the only people I have around me now are people I can see through. And that, that's the thing, if I can see through you, it's like I can see the real you. I don't yeah, want you around. As well. Of course yeah, you can. Completely myself with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need to put on a false facade. I can just be who I want to be. And yeah. I, you know, a friend. A friend is someone who will be there, um, and not, and not really say, "Oh, you, you think you've got it bad? I've got it worse." Oh God, yeah. There's someone who will listen and say, "You know, it's fucking tough. The left yeah. guys." Or if you've done something great, you know, they'll they'll be like. Do you want to see you win? Genuinely happy for you. Yeah. Like the success that you and Laura had with this business, I'm so honestly, I'm genuinely happy for you. No, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I, think, I think you've done a great job. I mean, it's not easy starting a business. No. 
It's not easy. No, there's a lot of late nights, early mornings, all that shit. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. That, but there's a lot of people who, you know, fair weather friends who would be yeah. jealous. Oh, I, yeah. I bet some of Laura's friends are jealous of them because I remember one of them made a, a, a comment saying, oh, good luck on your new venture. As though it was like yeah. A, well, as though it was like a, them friends, like I told you, it's uh, I met all them bullshit friends after a bullshit wedding, a marriage. Wedding, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's after, always a wedding. Yeah, and, and they invited it. Like, oh, I'd love to see your new man. They fucking didn't really want to see me. I tell you, because I, I, I was, you know what I was so like. Mate, well, you know what I was like. We, we had that, you know, we're not altercation, but I was just anyone was getting it at yeah. that time. I was sorting myself out. It was just pure selfish of me, really, because I was just like, I, th- I know everything. Look at what I've done. It, it wasn't like I was being braggadocious. I was just like. You can do anything, you know. You get like that. Psychopath motivation. Yeah, that's exactly what I overcame. It was it was nuts, and I did. I really did. But it's great because I think at that time no one had no one had even felt that energy from someone like you in probably well ever. Never. You know, I mean, especially royal male. (laughs) 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 He's called me fucking Lord Ward. Yeah, it's nuts. Definitely not. I think I think I've I've felt it with with listening to certain books and well being your brother as well. Yeah. I think. It was it was jacked up. It was intensified. It yeah. was like it was uh oh it was like T it was like T D Jakes combined with Jocko combined with uh you know uh Robert Green. It was just like it was like a, a whole fucking it was like a re- it was a real hit of truth. Yeah yeah, it's too much truth. No, it's fine. <laughs> it didn't reach. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was very intense. I yeah, was very always. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I like the fact that <laughs> bit, a bit of backstory I had a stroke uh, <laughs> at a, a last so it was, it was May 2009 2019 sorry so last year and um, for a couple of months I didn't know what was going on Leo you were going through the the yeah, the transition. the transition. I think I, I'm just wait till the last. So I lost about four, I three or four stone, three so stone. Well. I was, I was everything. I took yeah. total responsibility in my life, basically. Yeah, you, you turn into this psychopath. Entity, this, yeah, you were almost like I don't know, godlike. Oh yeah, not close. I remember, <laughs> not I remember really. you knew, and, and I was feeling. I, I didn't know. I didn't know I'd had the stroke. At yeah, time. yeah. And I was in the car. <laughs> oh, I the gym, and my eyesight was fucked, and I was like. I was moaning about something and I was just like, I don't know, I just don't know what's going on, bro. I just, my eyesight's been, I don't know, it's, it's, something's not right. And you're like, fucking get real. <laughs> <laughs> Stop whining. Yeah, like, yeah. You've got nothing to, be, you know, nothing to moan about. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, was, it was more articulate than that. I think it was like a good, oh, the problem was, bro, when, when I was in that mode, anyone was getting it, like anybody, even on the street, I remember, like, if people were having, like, a fight in the street, I'd be, I'd be straight over there, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Like, it's well, just it, nuts. Yeah, in, the, in a way, it helped me. I, I know afterwards you felt guilty because we didn't know that I'd had a stroke. When you told me you'd had a stroke, I felt a bit bad. Yeah, but <laughs> I think, actually, paradoxically, that was probably what really helped me, the fact that, like, your problems aren't... It was basically saying your problems aren't so big, yeah. they aren't, and this can apply to anyone. It's not just, like... You know, you think that you've got problems. It's like there's people out there who've who've, who've got no limbs. Real bad. Who, who, who are constantly probably on like a a, a drip or something. Yeah. People in hospital. You know, these kids that you see on TV got like cancer. And the flies on the face. Terrible. Yeah, flies on the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joey, do you get rid of the flies? Yeah. Oxfam kids with flies. On yeah, the face. yeah, yeah. And they're getting raped um, too by the the charity and, workers. And it, and it really sent home the fact that it's like, listen. 
you haven't got any problems at all. No. And, you know, even though I didn't want a stroke, even though, you know, it was it was unfortunate, it was like actually I've had thirty three years on this earth. Yeah. And that in itself it's a blessing. is a gift. Completely. There's people that die when they're in the womb. Yeah. You know, and, and I think a lot of people just feel like it's a given that I'm gonna live to sixty or eighty or Yeah. And it's it's you've got to, I understand this now, now that I've had that I feel like every day is a blessing it definitely it's, is yeah you can't expect to live another minute really <laughs> like we could all just get hit by well, asteroids well that's probably why we say cu- uh, current girlfriend <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow <laughs> she might suck a, a mean dick somewhere and I'd be like what the a fuck <laughs> but you know what I'm saying <laughs> well, we have no idea we, we are very blessed I think the, the, there's a sense of entitlement these days to misplace your problems like don't take any responsibilities like oh it's somebody else's fault it's like if you honestly once you take complete responsibility for all everything that happens to you and the problems in your life it's freeing you're like wow everything's my fault and it's there's such a sense of freedom when you when you actually get that it's liberating. so liberating because i'm not blaming the person who looked at me wrong i'm not blaming the person who called me a twat in 1963 you know my mum met me with a fucking paper towel <laughs> But you know what I'm saying, like the the back of it. But like, oh, my my father, fucking, you know. He was born in 1992. <laughs> my dad tickled me with a feather duster. You, you sack all that shit off. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, hold on a minute, it's, it's my fault. So let let me stop focusing outwardly. Let me focus on the end. Yeah. And it's like, then you start fixing yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a little bit like what we talk about, you know, uh, when you learn to drive, and when, mm. when you first when you first pass, and someone cuts you up, you get so angry. You're like, oh, it's fucking. They're idiots. They're absolute idiots. Yeah. Completely their fault. And then it happens again, and you get angry. Mm. For about a year or two after learning to drive or pass or whatever, you get angry at people. You get road rage, and then something clicks in your head, and you think, "I can predict this before it happens." Oh yeah, defense. Defend it. Yeah, once you have that power, it's a bit like what you just said with life. It's like you you almost take the responsibility. Mm. No, I should have seen that before it came. Yeah. You know, like a lot, what a lot of Jacko says, you know, um, just taking responsibility and just being like, no, I'm responsible. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you can be responsible Nobody, for everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, people are so busy deflecting things and like, oh no, 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 but like, what was the best fucking one of the uh, military tactics? The Trojan horse. So everybody, everybody's seriously, everybody's defending everything. Like, oh, there's a bloke over there. Let's shoot him with bow and arrow, or whatever. And it's like, oh, it's a gift. <laughs> like, oh, bring it in, bring it in. But then, obviously, they won because they attacked the inside. Yeah, that's yeah. what you go do. You go and attack the inside. What did you thought of that idea? That's a fucking. Great Fuck idea. no, Andrew built the horse. Oh, yeah, it's tremendous. <laughs> but now you really, really have got to focus on yourself. And the thing is, it's like we said earlier about um, an urgent phone call. It's like, well. Is it, uh, was I here before? So how urgent is it? The police have always been there. Ambulance is always going to be there. The fire engines is always going to be there. It's like... Thank God, thank God. Thank God, yeah. I pre- I pre- cheers. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, but yeah. like, I wasn't in your life before, so why is it urgent that you call me? Is it urgent because we have an emotional attachment? Is that really urgent? Emotions are not urgent. No. They're really not. No. You should detach from them fucking things as soon as possible. Yeah, I mean, she was saying like listen Leo I'm out in your call later I've been in hospital yeah. you know, when I go when I grab this this heart surgery I'll definitely be like <laughs> yeah. listen come with me you know you'll get a free warning yeah. I'll just ring you and be like listen nah 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 Leo yeah, <laughs> it, your emotional support I need it, well what she said to me she says uh, how long are you going to be it's like well I don't know yeah it's like oh she said I've dropped a glass ramekin I thought oh god she's She's cut her wrist. I was about to say, you fucking dickhead, ring the fucking ambulance. Yeah. But now she's like, oh, I've, I've run out of button milk. <laughs> That's not an emergency. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, even in business, it's not really you know, an emergency. 
It's not an emergency. It's like we got tomorrow. Like Laura is very bad with the times. I was like, you have to, you have to relax. So I keep telling her, I'm making her meditate and have naps. And it's working. Yeah. But yeah, so um, I think naturally, Laura, um, she st- she stresses out about this. But it's good. It's good in the sense because she she because she probably becomes very OCD about the flavor of the brownies, whether they're perfect or not. You know, she's very articulate with the way yeah. she presents the brownies, and that's that's a good thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Very good thing, and that's probably why she thought, oh, you know, she cares. She, well, in her mind, she's probably thinking this is a new venture. If this ramekin smash, the business is going to go. You know, <laughs> yeah. when, when when you start out at first in business, I think. If something goes wrong, you assume that like you'll get closed down. Yeah. People, you know, you you lose your customers. Or oh yeah, there's definitely that fear. There's, there's fear as well when you you take your balls to the wall. And, you know, I've quit my job. This is what I'm doing. Like this has to work. This has to, you know, this has to work. So there's obviously fear there. It's like how am I going to get money? So then it's a big spiral. Oh, it's fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's you need loop, yeah? you need an opposing force. I think we're very much young and young. She's very. She can be very like high stress, high energy. I'm just like, whoa. And they're just fucking crazy. It seems like I used to be completely fucking young, wang, fucking having a go with everybody. <laughs> which, you know, pure which stress. One, which, one, which one isn't the stress? Which one is the stress? The yin or the yang? I don't know. I'm just saying the analogy of the yeah. yin. I don't fucking know. But like, um, yeah, for, for me being such a highly stressed person and probably always anxious, like, Rah! you know, and now I'm just nothing. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm really, I haven't got it in me anymore. But you know, but it's good because I can. I know that side. I know what you're feeling. I know why you're doing this. It's like, nah, we don't need to you be can doing break this. It down a lot faster. Completely, completely. It's good. It's good. I think uh, to be in that third party position where you're looking at something as like a detach. Detach. Just yeah. detach from the situation. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, yeah. whatever's just happening. Don't put any emotions into it. Let's just see. You know, what are the results? What's the input? What's yeah. the outcome? Yeah. What do you hope to achieve? <laughs> like, well, it, like uh, I keep uh, telling her to. She's got. She, in, her, in her head she's got all these tasks she needs like oh, I've got to do this I've got to do this I've got to do this I was like right the best thing you can do she, um, she keeps I'll tell you but I said everything sit down everything that's on your mind right now write it in a list dun 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 yeah. dun 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 everything just on paper on a list she's like no I've got it to my phone I was like no write it on paper on a list Yeah. and then what you do is you prioritise every single thing and put the, prior, the top priority at the top the least priority at the bottom. Yeah. So if you've got something that's going to happen in two months, it's not a priority now. Yeah. So, and then you just ping them off. Yeah. But you've got it out of your head. Yeah, because that's where the stress, because what happens is you, you you get a thought, I think I've told you this before, and because your mind, the way it works is it tries to solve problems. And yeah. All it'll do is just get that, that, that thing, that whatever she's got that's in two months' time, and it'll just keep going around her head. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, Going around my head. Yeah. Too much time. I need to. I need to remember that. I need to. And all you're saying to yourself is, I need to remember that. I need to remember that. But by doing that, you, you you're not using. You're not. You need to free up that space, that creative space. Yeah, yeah. In the in the creative space, at the moment you've got too much time. Too much time. Just a road so bump. As soon as you write it down. Too much time. Done. I can get it out of my head. You yeah. Know, you do a mental dump on the paper. You get rid of everything that's in your head. This applies to this applies to like loads of things. Not Completely. Just, not just um, business, but. It's so, there's something, I don't know what it is, I don't know whether it came from monkeys or whatever, <laughs> but using your hand to write, it, honestly, I, yeah. I, have a, I, have a, I have a list, uh, I think, I can't remember who, who, it was up in an audio book I listened to, but they said basically they get an A4 bit of paper and they separate it into fours mm. and they, they treat it like a stove, like a cooking stove. Oh really? So uh, you've got your back burners, you've got your front burners, so you've got stuff on the back burners, so for example... You put the two month thing on the back burner. It's there. I've, I've got it out of my mind. It's off there. It's not important. Today, 
Um, what broke again? What was it? It broke. Uh, the ramekin with buttermilk. Then. So that's what I've got on a fog burner. Ramekin broke. Need to get one because 10 p.m. tomorrow. Got a customer. Hmm. And you do that with everything, and then, and then you uh, you know over time cross them off. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, you get rid of that list. You get a new oven. Yeah. Get, <laughs> get, get a new one. Get a new stovetop. Separate it. Front burners, back burners. Honestly, it's a great time. I used to do it every month. It's so much nicer as well, not thinking... Because I, I, I used to do this a lot. Like, oh, I'll remember that later. You won't remember you it won't later. Remember it's it. bullshit. It's, it's absolute bullshit. But if you write it down, you definitely yeah, will because you've got a reference. You as well, write it down. Yeah. If you think of something that you think, that's worth remembering. If you ever think of anything, it's worth remembering. Honestly, it's, I, I mean, I've, I've told you about it, but the actual... The notes. Notes on your iPhone now are insane. Yeah. It's, I uh, use that notes a lot. I used to write a lot of jokes so on that cool, too. Because the thing is, right? I mean, look at look at all mine now. You've got like daily business list, uh, daily feel good list, Tesco, you know, stuff. The put this this exact podcast things I'm waiting for. That that's a major one yeah. because that's the stuff that keeps being around in your head. It might be little things like remember I told you I'll run I won some grey goose from Josh Fowles. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's in there because I'll I'll forget to ask yeah, him yeah, yeah, if yeah. he doesn't deliver it. So I actually messaged him yesterday and said, you know, is the goose on the loose? Because <laughs> I, I, I want this great goose. Yeah, what's he saying? He's like, yeah, yeah, the goose is coming. <laughs> so he must have sent it. Didn't you say, is, it, is this goose a hoax? Or something? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I think I will say that. But, but literally, obviously, I've got so many lists. No, the notes is great. Yeah, and then even with the lists, what I'll do is I'll prioritise the lists. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So I'm putting things like, like my daily feel good list. Like, I use that every day. Oh, really? Yeah, Tesco, you know, usually there's always something that needs, you know, like, I think washing up liquid, I think, is the latest one. Washing up liquid, 36 eggs. Yeah. I need 36, but that covers me for the week, I think. And then, um, uh, yeah, you need you need to write stuff down. It just free, it, that but mental declutter. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of anxiety comes from, is clutter. Yeah. Um, I said this to Laura's brother as well. He's having trouble sleeping. He's like, "Oh, I'm just lying there. I've got so much on my mind." Like, well, get a notepad by your bed. All these things that are on your mind. Write it there. Write it there. Write it there. Anything that's on your mind, write it there, and then it's done. You know, it's there in the morning when you wake up. You're not worried. A lot of it's worry. You're gonna forget things. Like, oh, I hope I don't forget. Oh, I've got a fucking dentist appointment. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what. How many times have you heard that shit? Oh yeah. And oh fuck. Age, I feel like this day and age, there's more to remember than ever because you've got your phone. You've got. Uh, you've got your broadband service you've got there's like it feels like there's a lot more yeah. to remember yeah. these days and it's not physical a lot of it's everything's online and everything's email yeah. it's like it's paper papers going out of like the uh, actual post you yeah. know what I mean that's, so that's going to be gone actually, I think that's dangerous I think actually having a physical you need a physical thing good. yeah it's very good because I have a, an intro at home and even with stuff that you know doesn't necessarily need it like a I can actually do it on my a main box. Mm. I create an intray for it. Yeah. So I create like a, you know, if I've got a receipt or something that's online, I'll print it off and put it in the intray. Right. So it's there with certain things. Yeah, yeah. Because it's nice to have that physical reminder. Oh yeah, you need something real. You need it to be real. Like if, you, if you're going to write any goals down, it's like it's good to have them on, on a note because it's real and then you can, you can reference as well. If you find them in a month and you haven't done anything, it's like, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, you feel, guilty, you feel guilty, but you should feel guilty too yeah, should. because this is a promise you made to yourself. So yeah. what you're basically saying is you can't trust yourself. And if you can't trust yourself, you're fucked. Yeah. You know, you really are. But yeah, yeah man. You've got a calendar at home. Uh, like a I've got a calendar, it's got you, dogs you on it. They go real fast, yeah, they really do. But the months have gone fast. The days go fast too. Like, I was thinking about like this podcast, for instance. I thought if we it seems like fucking two days ago we did it. I know, but like if we commit to this, just 
once a week. Yeah. So what is the 52 weeks in a year? 52, yeah. 52, so that's only 52 podcasts in a whole year. Mm. Mm. And you, th- you think about someone like Rogan, he's on like, what, 1,500, is it? Is it? 1,100. Yeah, but he pings him up fucking... Yeah, he's on, yeah, about 1,550 yeah, yeah. or something. Started, he wasn't doing, like, loads of... No, I thought maybe he was just doing one a week. But um, then we got... We've got to think about the clips. Um, compress the clips down and stuff. Yeah. See how it goes. I'll have to find out what's... Uh, people... Oh, mate, you're in for a treat this week, bro. Why? <laughs> With all the learning. Oh, yeah, of course. I thought, you got, I thought you got a fucking guest or something. No, 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 <laughs> a no, special no, guest. No, no, so, like... I don't, I, I don't know whether to say to you, ring me if you've got a problem, or just to let you try and figure it out. I think sometimes it's better for you just to figure it out. I can figure it out, but if, if I do get stuck, I'm, I'm not the most... really stuck. Yeah. Like, you, know, you spend hours and hours and hours, and it's like, I, I, I haven't got a clue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't even know what to tap into YouTube for this. Or yeah, yeah. I, think, I feel like there was definitely maybe some elements of that. Because the thing is, I, I've still been creating videos probably a lot more than you have recently. You know, like my YouTube channel... Um, yeah, when have I been created? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, in a way, I feel like you kind of deserve two weeks really to do this. Yeah. To, to learn it and to get it done because I think for me, a week, <clears throat> I, I pinged it out fast because I thought I just wanted to get that finished finished product done. Yeah. Posted. Wasn't perfect. But <laughs> with you, it's like you haven't you haven't used I, I don't think you've ever used iMovie, have you? To create Never, no. So, I mean, that, that's quite a simple thing to use, but still, there's still th- that's still a learning curve. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. Next couple of weeks, bro. I better get to it, don't I? <laughs> it's gonna take me a fucking while. I've got to get me buttermilk as well. So, so what do you think? Yes, we are. God, this is the longer one. <laughs> one hour forty-eight. Yeah. Is it should, actually? We should end it there. Yeah. Jesus. We're gonna have some rat to the end. That one, uh, that one was a lot smoother than the other one, I think. Yeah. Well, you just you just you forget that it's there. I'm just fucking just talking to you. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been good. Plus, we didn't speak all week, which was yeah, handy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's. The, you know what? Uh, I was watching <coughs> Tony Cummins and Robert Green. Oh, really? Great podcast, yeah. No really way. Random that those two were put together. Uh, and Whitney Cummins says, to prepare for a podcast, I don't speak to anyone 24 hours before. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like, and then all that energy. Like, I like her too. Yeah, she's amazing. That, that, she has a high energy anyway. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's funny because in that podcast, uh, she gets onto foot fetish. It's just the fucking funniest thing, like hearing Robert Greene's. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What chapter's this in the Forty Eight Laws? <laughs> uh, That's crazy. I've checked it out. Love Robert Greene. Absolutely. He's amazing. Amazing oh, guy. I, I love his voice. I love his voice. It, it, it almost because it, it breaks sometimes. You know, like how a teenager. Yeah, yeah, breaks, yeah. And it has that vulnerability. Yeah. And I feel like that's what makes him so good is the fact that he's. He's a master, but he's still so vulnerable. I mean, is he? Is he? I don't think he's necessarily saying that he is a master. I That's think the thing. He doesn't believe he's a master. That's what no. Cummins was saying. She's like, do you know? <clears throat> like, they need to freeze your brain. Like, yeah, yeah, they really do. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of it's, a lot of it's like, so he cross references a lot of things. So maybe it's just his interpretation of all this studying. Because I'm not being funny, but I haven't read half the shit he's. Read. I haven't even read probably. A not even a, a percentage like one percent of the things he's read oh, no, to come up with well them books read. you know what I'm yeah, saying he's, he's like, very well read so maybe it's just his interpretation of all the things he's read and thought this is how well, I don't know it must be tough because you've got you got to have a goal in mind and then where does the study come from so say 48 laws of power like I'm going to write a book on f- why is it going to be 48 laws it's like I must have read 48 things it could have been 30 if I'd read 30 
So I wonder how he come up with the process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it'd be interesting to ask him actually. It's like I'm not just I wake up and think, oh, I've got about 48 laws on how how to be powerful. Yeah, if there's three laws, it's three. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe he just went through and just do do his roughly 48 and he just kind of said it. I think I think it's experience. Everything comes with experience. It's like um, there's a chef that you know the guy, the Salt Bay guy. He's called Salt Bay. I don't. He's massive. That, that guy, that guy yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, he, he's the massive star. But you gotta understand that this guy had restaurants. He's been doing this since he was like eleven. Yeah, he hasn't just suddenly become. Not at all. He's been. He's been a. He was a butcher. He's a chef, and he's like what that forty now. It's like that's a lot of work, you know. And oh, now he's famous. He's a master, they put the time exactly. In the but now you're seeing the results of it. Yeah, you're, you're not seeing, seeing like, the fame. And the yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, hopefully our career will be the same. I don't think this. No one's going to be probably listening to this podcast probably not. for a long time. No. I mean, they, they might look back, you know, but I think if we carry it on and we, and we get good at this, yeah. and then over time, and then let's say we put 10 years, imagine doing this for 10 years. You, you get good at it. You get very I know we're in a different a different room, like in 10 years. Yeah. A bit of an upgrade. You like. become very good at it. You oh, definitely. You become almost a master. Right? Especially that, so, like interviewing and, and talking about staying on track and things would be great <laughs> I don't feel like we're, we're probably not the worst but we're definitely not the best well I think we have, we, we've not given a specific topic to stay on so it doesn't really matter we're just we're talking, talking about, shit just that's talking what we did at the start with the old exactly, video yeah yeah so. that's the best way to go I think just, I feel more I think we both feel more at ease just but I think I don't think we'd have a problem staying on topic though if no. we it's like right we want to talk about but if I'm talking to somebody about you know if, if we were talking to had a guest on and it was like this guy is a fucking mushroom tip stroker or what you know he's like or he's like he grows he grows, he grows mushrooms or something he's like right this is what we're talking about yeah no i'm saying yeah you, well the thing is if we, had, if we had a guest for example and then maybe there will be time where maybe i'm absent or i can stay behind there I yeah sort out the sound or whatever yeah or i can could be interviewing someone or yeah. vice versa i could be interviewing as long as i press play I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you could you could be there and still into you know, so yeah yes, of course even, even hook a market to the back and yeah. we could all three of us could be talking. Oh, just set back. I want to sit back and then well, somebody here. I, I got here. this table because I, I didn't realize. You guys, I didn't realize. See these. I didn't realize how far these arms come out. Mm. I was hoping to have a third or even fourth person there. You could always fold them. Yeah, maybe we could get one this side and it goes the other way. Well, yeah. I mean, you just fold it, fold it thing down. But anyway, I feel like this podcast. Yes. We, so we, is that number two. That's right? number two. Dawn. I feel like we could post cheers. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we post this one. We can post this one. So maybe not the last one. It's a bit rough. <laughs> enjoy your lockdown. Is it week two of lockdown in the UK? Yeah, this is lockdown all the time. Dude. Enjoy your lockdown. We will speak to you next time. Yeah. With a, awesome. Uh, probably a new bottle of whiskey because that one's getting a little bit low. Oh. Right. Oh. Good shit. Two hours. One hour fifty-three. How's it going? I think so. I just, I just hope it's recorded. Oh, you first.